0: play us in Jim. wait oh, oh god
1: Jesus. oh fuck <laughs> come on <sighs>
2: <do> <laughs> <and it is. laughs>
0: now let's leave it in we're warts and all that's our style that's what got us this far or has left us this far behind i don't know <laughs> and welcome to the after improv podcast i'm your host tony augusti here as always with the wizard the warrior and the Maiden true jim harper john yar and heather anonymous sitting in with the band tonight very special guest and a member of the extended after improv family jessica femininia let's give it up everybody
3: Woo! Aw, Woo! Yeah. jess you made it back yay <laughs>
0: Anyway, we're all wearing our lanyards, and uh, we brought our programs that have been heavily annotated because DIFF 2016 is in the books. That's right. The Detroit Improv Festival just wrapped up, and this is our... Annual rundown. I mean, it's only the second one we've ever done, but in journalism, you can't say if you're doing a yearly event for the first time. You can't say it's an annual thing because you don't know if it's going to happen again. But you can call it inaugural. Yeah, very good, Jim. You would have been a good copy editor. Thank you. And then the second year, you can start would've saying been,
4: annual. He still could be.
0: No, that time is good no. for him. Oh. No, he's too old. I'm, uh, in my, I'm past wow. my prime, like Holly. Exactly.
4: I believe in you, Jim.
0: No. Well, okay. Well, if That's you really nice. want to pursue it, I can. You know. Put in some calls, all right, and say don't, in. and I'll say don't hire this guy. So <laughs> yeah, that's Dang. what
2: I was thinking. That's anyway, was yeah, cold. Time. Okay,
0: you're gonna have to speak up, bit. Okay, that's right. what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, Div 2016 is in the books. It was a lot of fun, and it rained quite a bit. Uh, Ugh, yeah, it was so humid and gross. Yeah, it was. Su- it was very much more humid than last year, but we saw a lot of good groups. Saw some groups that were just so so, which we probably won't mention because of our rule about not t- uh, shit talking, but we'll just say that there were groups that were not good. All of us, except for Heather, volunteered this year. So last year, I don't think that was the case. Jessica,
5: you volunteered?
1: I did volunteer. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Remember, she
0: was at the she did the after party at the Ring I Ringwald. was told oh. that
1: I was doing the Lord's work a lot of times. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had
0: free beer. Well, it was free beer, but they were asking for a donation. But it seemed like do they get a lot people of people were tipping anyway. Oh, they were.
1: Yeah. I mean, no one. We didn't ask for donations. We oh, okay. were just like free beer. Oh, okay. And then everyone was like, "You're doing the Lord's work," and they drop in like five dollar bills.
0: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Heather, did you tip or did I you tip? Okay.
4: I, not each time. I waited until the end and then I put money in
0: there. Okay. Well, you're that style of tipper. Oh,
5: I put it in first and then I just took all the beer I wanted.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. There's, you know, that's, that's what I would do. That's why you guys are opposite ends of the spectrum and everything. Yeah, so. We
2: really are very
0: yeah. different people. Mm. Yeah. So I enjoyed Diff. Uh, I volunteered at the... Well, we, we'll get to that. Let's, why don't we just uh, start running this down from the top. Uh, diff started mm. officially on Wednesday, mm-hmm. August 10th. Uh, we start out, My voice is a little ho- hoarse. You might be, I don't know if you can pick it up, but well, because he was cheering for John. Yeah, because Ant-Jammer John was, was like, up for the ant jammer at the Planet Ant last night, where you cheer for the the better uh-huh. human being. And for some reason, I was inspired to cheer like as loud as I could for, for John. John. Yar. Yeah. It was John against Stanley. And you know what? what? I got an ant jammer, so but yeah, it was. I
4: liked your picture. It, it
0: was a tie, though, so that made I me know. feel like I wasted. My, I blew out my voice for nothing. Everything kicked off on Wednesday. On
1: Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Wednesday. Uh,
0: Two of us had class. Yeah, John and I had class at the Ant, and John left class early. And I got a lot of dirty looks. Yeah, I think I think Hovich was a little... I don't know if he was pissed off or not. It's hard to tell. He was just on the get. Shout out to my... Go listen to his episode now, and then you can understand if he was or not. I
3: think he was just annoyed, but it's Maybe. hard to say, well, don't go see some of the greatest improvisers in the country.
0: Yeah, by that, John means the... The 313 appeared at the Detroit Creativity Project fundraiser. Mark M. Jackson, a member of the 303, is one of the co-founders of the the DCP, along with his wife, I believe, and some other people. Oh, really? But, yeah, and um, they raise money to help Detroit school kids learn improv, and this is kind of like their centerpiece event. So how many of you, Heather, Jessica, and John, all went to the 10 p.m. show? Is that right? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, were John and Annalise Miller there? No. Oh, they weren't. That's their imp- yeah, improvversary. You're we like, where
4: are they?
3: They might have been at the 7 p.m.
0: show. That's
4: their improv oh, yeah. Are they
3: there?
4: I didn't see them there. That's Not adorable. at our show. They might Did have they been meet, at the earlier they didn't show because they, they have
3: kids.
0: John and Annalise Miller, for people that don't know, they went to the Y show two years ago. From watching that show, they both decided to get into improv. Aww. Yeah. So, so how was the show, guys? First, Great. the kids. How were the kids?
4: There was actually only two They brought alumni them in. At the end. And, yeah, but Wait, they were
0: good. There, there were only
3: two kids. Period
4: mm-hmm. for
0: the late show. For the late oh, show. Oh, okay. Well, they're kids, and they were alumni.
3: Them. So I think they had the ones that were in had to go to class the next morning Mm-mm. in
1: the seven, which
4: yeah. I missed a little bit because last year when we went, yeah, we saw like a whole bunch of kids, and they were good. Yeah, they were really good. But yeah. this, this didn't they only have one show last year, not yes. two. Yeah, I believe yeah. that's right. Yeah. So, there but was the
3: one, uh, the one kid, he's going to be a police officer. He's studying for that. Oh, they interviewed him. Yeah, they, well, well, they came out at the bios. end and
4: said um, little things about themselves. Yeah, Had them Detroit, say what they're officer. doing. Oh. And the
3: other one worked at a radio station, which I really cannot remember the name. He
4: it's called Be More. It's called Be More. Yeah. Oh, thank you, um, Heather. Heather with the notes. It's he's a Wayne State student, and it's a hip hop radio station mm-hmm. that is. It's like a clean hip hop um radio station positive so it's an r&b station (laughs) and um yeah it's online i will say that
3: that kid what was his name heather
4: that kid's name was be more from that his name was Yakim.
3: Yakim. he was crouched down and he jumped back like 12 feet it was very athletic very nice and how was the three one three
0: very fun. The, the 313 performed a lot. Uh,
4: well, it was not like the whole 313. It one, was three. a part of them. Like, not. Jamie was Barbara's there, and um, Nancy Magedigan. was there. McGedigan's not in the 313. But he no. was there. Yeah, but the, from the Well, three, actually, one, three, I think. Doesn't
0: he do some teaching with them or something? <laughs> yeah, they yeah. did
4: like the teachers. Yeah, so they the, had like. They have the teachers. Yeah. And then so they some they of the three, in. One, three.
0: I remember they did that last year, too. McGettigan joined in with. Uh, the three one three. Yeah, and Lauren. And yeah. And, yeah. Lauren uh-uh. Bickers, friend mm-hmm. of the show. And we need a Booker.
4: Nancy, in. right? Yeah, Nancy, Nancy and Jamie,
0: mm-hmm. former right? guests on the show. And I they mean.
3: had uh, people from NPR there this year. Really? They were doing monologues that the scenes were getting based off of. Oh, okay. So that on the was show Travis we had Travis Wright.
1: Right. Yeah. From WDET. Who so looked he, like, totally told different. Stories and then they improv. Yeah. Mm.
3: It was cool. He looked totally different than how I imagined him from the radio. Oh, okay. I don't know if I know
0: him by name even. I don't I didn't know
2: who he was. So
0: that's a good pro you know, we've covered that. Listen to the Margaret episode. She'll talk more about what the D C P does, but it's a very good organization and worth your money. But also Planet Anne is trying to raise money, so you know for their haul and I think last time I checked they had like sixteen grand out of fifty five thousand they're shooting for so. there
5: was a new video posted on Facebook, Darren yeah. talking about how much money they raised so far oh, okay, they
0: have they... enough to put up a couple
3: walls mm-hmm. okay, great mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did <laughs> so uh, also going on at the same time uh, that night at Go comedy was uh, the eight o'clock block with saw it. Uh, I, I just want to say Dianasty so bad, but it's Dianasty. <laughs> Dianasty. <laughs> I believe Tim. Yeah, Dianasty, Reclassify Pluto, BAUS, what is that, B-A-U-S? I don't know. I want to say BAUS because it reminds me of my boss. And Sharks in Danger. And then 10 p.m., there was a fresh sauce. Oh, I didn't even uh, realize that. So, Jim, you were there. I was Why there. don't you give us your review?
5: The review, Dianasty, solid. They're mm-hmm.
0: always solid. Yeah. Um. I, I I've said this many times, but... I'm also always very... Maybe jealous isn't the word, but admiring You're of people. Jealous. I'm jealous. I'm jealous of people that can harmonize. I really want to really really do it. it. And they're very good at it. And yeah. uh, they opened for, uh, They were the opening team at Planet Ant yesterday. And I thought the same thing again. I was like, man, they can sing. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry. That's my personal feelings going on. Uh, reclassify Pluto. Reclassify Shout Pluto. Shout out to Matt Penridge, friend of the show. That
5: was actually probably the best I've ever seen them do. Really? They were really Better good.
0: than their, like, because I thought they had some really strong sets at Colony Fest last year. They were last year's champion so better than that well yeah of course they're going to be better than they were last year i mean okay i mean yeah. everyone could have an offset as we saw this diff which we're not going to mention by name they so, had a really yeah. good set okay um yeah. and then what was ba- like b-a-u-s you so
5: this was here i've got a picture it was a two-man troupe, two-woman troop okay where are they from
0: john you want
3: to run off a description of them boss is a two-lady improv duo composed of jessica august did you say Justica? Jessica. Okay. Augustigen. Oh. <laughs> it threw oh, me yeah. off because it was pretty close to your name, I, and yeah. I almost said Augustigen. I
0: should have met her. Maybe she could. Uh, and, and Lauren. Want change your last name a little bit, baby? Yeah. Slightly. Yeah.
3: Lauren Ballman. The I The two got nothing performed for their yeah. signature long form, Improvised Book Club. It's exactly as nerdy as it sounds. One time, this guy gave them $20 because they did a good job at improv. It was pretty much their best day ever.
0: So, Jim, were they uh, as nerdy as they sounded? Nerdy? Like, did they do an improvise? Were you paying attention this whole time? I was. No, you were looking
3: at... I wouldn't describe improv as nerdy, though. I mean... Well, they do an improvised book club, which they say is as nerdy as it sounds.
5: It's just kind of a get based on, like, you know, a a name of a made-up book. Oh, I see. Kind of one of those things, Mm. and then they maybe throw some... um, Fairy tale elements into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At a scale
3: good. of one to ten, nerds, how many nerds would? How
5: mean? many nerds? I wouldn't want ten nerds, John. <laughs> 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 I hate what you.
3: Know? What would
1: be so the perfect stupid. number
0: of nerds? Like two? <laughs> well, it depends
3: on the situation.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. What type of nerd they are?
4: So, just All a
0: regular nerds. scale, then, Jim, of one to ten. What do you being, need them for? Ten to fix nerds.
4: your computer mm-hmm. or to do something else.
0: Um, they
5: were good. I'd, I'd give them like a solid seven and a half. You know, okay. maybe they they had a solid set. Okay. I can imagine they could be better. But, you know, it's always tough for an away team.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's You don't have that home theater advantage. Yeah, So that's something to consider. Yeah. Uh, Sharks and Dager, also another out-of-town team? Or? Another
5: out-of-town team. These guys, however, killed it. They
0: did. They did great. Were they the best of the night? or Better than Reclassify, Pluto's best set ever? They just...
5: They had a different energy about them. Reclassified Pluto had some, like, some really like, technically good scenes, and they yeah. had a lot of fun. But these guys had like fun. Mm. I mean, they just went out there, and they would do stuff like they would break in the middle of a scene.
4: Heather, what are you doing? I'm seeing a cat outside.
0: Oh, you just got like look like you had a neck injury. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's okay. what cats do to you. Sorry, before me.
0: Heather uh, recent, uh, so rudely interrupted you with her physicality. I didn't no. interrupt him. Okay.
4: You interrupted him.
0: Everybody's head turned
3: toward you, Heather, when you did that. That's called pulling focus. You know, Heather, oh. when, he, when Tony yells at me for staring at you, you're on board. So Excuse me? That's right. <laughs> what does that mean? It means that you support Tony yelling at me. Oh, yeah, I do. And yeah. then I'm when it happens to, to you, well, suddenly it's like, you can't yell at me. I didn't say anything.
0: So As I'd like to remind you guys, there's people actually listening to this. 500 well. at last count believe really? it or not. yeah. Really. Um, Man, I remember We touched I 600 now. subscribers briefly in July. We touched their souls yeah. a little bit. I like to believe at least half of those of are bots. I'll take the bots. they were uncomfortable with the soul touching. Yeah. Like, oh, my soul. They're
1: like, yeah. oh, I feel dirty.
0: Well, I was saying
5: that these guys killed it. They just had a lot of fun. They were like yeah. breaking in yep. scenes and making fun of each other. And they
3: just had a lot of fun. Sharks in Danger, born in the Canadian wild, Sharks in Danger's two best buds, whose irreverent style approaches improv with a nothing-is-sacred mentality, unafraid to hold each other accountable to their choices. Do they venture into any, like, controversial territory, Jim? Like abortion or Trump
0: politics? Nope. Okay.
3: (laughs) Unafraid.
0: (laughs) Anyway, that was Wednesday. Oh,
3: was there an after-party Wednesday? Wednesday. No. I don't think so. Well, not an
0: official one. Okay, let's move on to Thursday. Starting it off at Go Comedy, 8 p.m. with Double O Burnside and Salt. What's the review, guys? Who was there? I
4: love Canadian improv teams. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Yes to Canada. Yes to Canada. Are they all from Toronto?
0: I believe so, yeah.
4: Every Canadian Uh, team I saw was so good. From
1: Canada? Yeah. Yes. I agree. And they were
4: all so nice. So nice. And they can drink
1: so much beer. And I was impressed on a basic level. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Some very... Okay. What were you saying?
0: Uh, They were very nice. What do you mean very nice? And nice looking. (laughs) They were were very very nice looking. Guys or girls or
3: both?
1: Oh, both. Both. Okay. Yeah, That's me. And one of them looks like
3: one of the members of the band, Sloan, who's also Canadian.
0: Oh, okay. Maybe it was, John. It wasn't. Oh, damn it. I checked. Okay, so uh, we start off at 8 p.m. with Double O. Does anybody want to speak up? Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: they did like a a James Bond... (laughs)
0: Movie. Uh, don't talk about oh, the side of the, the they, game. Double O. Oh. They did oh, Double
1: O like Double O Seven, like a James Bond movie. Oh. Oh. And it was very, very cool. And they actually played with Travis and Joe.
0: Oh okay. Oh, oh Travis and Joe were in the set. Next up was Burnside. Wait a minute, Tony. No? Oh, you want to do their description? This double reminds me o. of the Zaggit
3: sketch from Toronto. It does remind me of the oh, okay.
0: <laughs> It's an old Saturday Night Live sketch where uh, like, the whole sketch was Chris Farley dressed up as a woman reading like restaurant reviews in the Zagat Guide. And
1: Adam Sandler that. just sitting there just saying, Just kill me. Please kill me. <laughs>
3: That's what we're like. All right.
1: Day and night she talks. Yeah.
3: Double O from Toronto. You can go die another day of the week if you want, but you're invited to be shaken and stirred by Double O. <laughs> oh my God. An improvised James Bond tribute. Each show night, this cats creates a fully made-up James Bond film, taking you on a narrative journey through the scenes that the audience helped inspire. No show is the same, and from opening credits to awkward, sexy Bond climax, anything is possible. Oh. Awkward, sexy Bond climax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: they did things with, like... Spiders that were really kind of gross, but it was funny because it was Travis and Joe Mm -mm. like pretending to have spiders bursting out of different parts of their body. And did they mesh well (laughs) together? Did they? Yes, they did. Like, if
0: you didn't know, like, they weren't one big group, would you have?
1: Yeah, because they're one of the guys kind of ended up being like joe was the supervillain, and one of their guys whose name i don't remember unfortunately ended up being like his little minion and they Mm. were really funny together so Mm -hmm. they just kind of meshed really well together immediately
3: okay up next was burnside burnside from st louis burnside is a herald improv team performing at the improv shop in st louis does anybody want to explain the herald Let's get Gary over here. Yeah, I wish. Gary was here. Um,
5: it's a series of like uh, continuing storylines or like three segments with breaks in between, and mm-hmm. they start at the beginning, and then they somehow wrap around at the end. Yeah,
0: it's. Is it fair to say it's the most famous form of improv? I think
3: so. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. I think they so.
1: started with that physicality thing, which I'm still not used to seeing.
3: Mm-hmm. What so did they do? Do you remember? They
1: did um, the suggestion. I don't know if it was banana mm-hmm. or monkey but thing. they did a monkey thing and then they did like they ended up like lifting someone up like they were on the cross like they had a Spanish, or like a i don't remember spanish jesus i don't it got weird but it was a huge group too so that was just like a like lot like how many of,
0: members i was surprised at the number of out of t- there were some out of, like uh, i think fake cops the group from LA they were huge uh, and I was Stir like, Fridays was really no. big. Yes. And it was just like, so they, so if you get invited, do they pay your uh, plane ticket? No. No, because they, no. they
1: were like, yeah, we can all just afford this one trip together. Oh, okay. <laughs> that style of getting into it was kind of weird for me, but I know that's the way that yeah. they do it. But, and then they ended with physicality as well. Oh, okay. So, Heather or Jim? I wasn't there.
0: I wasn't there. Okay. okay well, that's good, John. Okay.
4: Oh, we were all together. Ah, uh, well, right? I wasn't there
0: either. Okay, good. All right. But well, I we guess
1: were that's all why together we totally. talking talking guess I was the only.
0: Oh, uh, when will you guys understand
3: comedy? All right. Uh, Maybe
0: so, when you fun-
4: get funnier jokes. Oh, shit. Oh.
3: It's like sometimes you tell a joke and you think you're funny, but you're not funny, but nobody knows. But it's still no, a
4: joke, but I sometimes think it's we funny. don't know.
3: That's all that matters, guys. That's what I keep
0: trying <laughs> uh, to tell you. <laughs> it's really the essence of comedy. I'm not joking. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> finally,
3: finally up is Salt in the 8 o'clock block at Go on Thursday. Salt from Grand Rapids. The members of Salt met while taking classes at Grand Rapids Civic Theater. The troupe quickly realized the mutual love of long-form improv and set out to start their own independent troupe. Independent troupe, not one of those corporate troops. They're mm. like the
1: only... Um, my friend was visiting from out of town. She's like, yeah, there's no this is Ashley. troupe. This Ashley? Yes, my friend Ashley. Side
0: note about Ashley. She was hanging around with Jessica for the better part of two days and never introduced her once to me.
1: I never introduced her? No. I, she's so quiet. I forget.
4: She's I didn't know you had a friend visiting See? Jessica. Exactly. Yes. I swear I introduced <laughs> you to you, but it person? might have been at
1: a drunken time.
4: Wait, did she have long dark hair? Yes. I'm I saw you glad. with him. Exactly. But and I didn't know Jessica where she came away. from. I she was.
0: She walked away at one point and left me with Ashley. And I'm, I'm the like, worst. Hi, I'm the I'm worst Tony. person to come and with And then me. I was like, I th- it's kind of interesting that Jessica and Heather both have best friends named Ashley. Hell Actually, yeah. you want to tell the story? Well, I don't know. Can you tell the story of how you got Ashley?
1: Oh, yeah. My ex-girlfriend was her, Ashley's best friend, and when we broke up, I took her in the divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty major to take someone's best friend. Yeah. No, I totally did. Yeah.
1: Aggressively. Because I was like, I don't care about her, but I don't want to lose you.
0: Mm. Okay, so you and Ashley were at Salt?
1: Yes. Okay. And Ashley's from Grand Rapids, and she was like, yeah, there's really no one. There's no really big improv thing happening in Grand Rapids yet. Does she do improv or anything? She's trying, but you have to take classes at the civic theater and she works all the time. Oh, okay. But they were cool. They did a lot of very localized references, which
0: localized meaning Grand Rapids. Yeah. Like
1: they would make jokes about like churches because like that area of Grand Rapids is just all, um, there's churches everywhere. It's very conservative. There's so many denominations. Yes, probably good word association, John. You're so good at this. John, Mm -hmm um but <laughs> lots of just like they made jokes about churches they were funny it's just like you'd have to be i went to school around that area so i was like oh that's funny because churches but it didn't always hit that well i imagine yeah. it does really well yeah in grand Rapids, the gerald so.
0: ford crowd did they make any gerald ford jokes
1: not that i remember okay
0: so all right <laughs> <laughs> See, that hit just like that. The, it, the Grand Rapids audience is really listening to this and loving it. Yes. Uh, so meanwhile, 8 p.m., we, uh, Heather, meaning Heather, Jim, John, and myself, all ended up at the Ringwald. Uh yes. Starting yeah. off with the Bird Box Players. I was a little bit late so because of a work issue. Uh, I walked in in the middle of Bird Box Players set.
3: Well, let me tell you, Tony. Yeah. The Bird Box Players are from Ferndale. The Bird Box Players were formed after their successful run performing the improvised play, See No Evil at Go Comedy. Their take they th- this is John, the words word, are there. Come no, on. this is no. word for word. Okay. Their take their name and show inspiration from the book Bird Box by Josh Mallerman. They are the two thousand fifteen winners of the Bits Tournament at Go Comedy. Oh I didn't know that. I didn't know that
5: either.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Well it's um, who are the members? It's Lauren Kozlowski. It's Lauren Kozlowski. future Kozlowski. guest. He's coming on I wanna say next week. Okay. Well, okay, like that's a lie. He was already on, but we pushed his episode back. We're warts and all, guys. That's our style. <laughs>
3: his episode's going to be released next week.
0: That's very good job.
4: Yes. Um, but yeah, Lauren, Jenny Bloomer, Tom Novick, Jessica Loria, RJ Cash, and Allison Duffy.
0: Okay. And uh, I walked in in the middle of this. They wore all black. They decided yes, to do very that. Coordinated. Yes. Uh-huh, very coordinated. Very coordinated. They were very cool. Formal. Okay, format. I will say this about the Ringwald. It was very fucking hot in there, and <laughs> I was I, I was that. pitching this theory to Jim, which is true. It, it's some kind of theorem, but basically, the the amount of laughter is inversely proportional to the level of heat and humidity in a venue. Because I noticed this at the drains amp. You. yeah, it's a it drains the performers. And it drains the the audience. I just felt like, and I was talking with Lauren about this. It just seemed like it was real. Like they were just really grasping for laughs, or even just energy. They like, did
3: work it into a bit, though. They continually commented on how sweaty each other, yeah, each of them were.
0: Yeah, and I felt bad for them because it was like all the groups really, just because it was like, ugh, you know, it was just it was brutal in there. So I think that definitely had an effect. But I mean, what can you do? It's a theater. But like I was saying, or cool if, suits, if, you, like race car if you're drivers. out there and you're, and I say this to Planet Ann with their Planet Ann Hall too, which actually has good air conditioning. This is very loud. If you're going to build a theater, get good air conditioning and make sure it's not loud. So then Bird Box Players was on. Then Jeffrey the Plant, this is a group from Pittsburgh where Lauren Kozlowski, a uh, little advertising, he learned improv in Pittsburgh. And, oh, yeah. Uh, they didn't really know any. I think he, they had heard of him. That's what he said. And then uh, I don't think he really knew anybody in that group very well. Well, you know what
3: I heard? I heard Jeffrey the Plant is a long-running House Herald team at the Unplanned Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh. They bring to the stage what we live every day, oh, real human relationships that get us through the weirdness of life. Ain't that the truth? Mm.
0: And they did, yeah, they did the Herald. That was, I don't know, did anybody remember seeing, I, that might have been the only Herald I saw, actually.
2: Uh, I week. think so.
0: Which I would say is probably unusual for an improv festival. Mm-hmm. Then I think that's another thing about Detroit is that it's not very Herald-centric. It's
1: mostly montages. Yeah. Right? It's mostly montage.
0: And I
5: think sometimes you can see a herald and not recognize it as a herald.
0: Yeah. And then uh, after Jeffrey the Plant uh, was this duo from Canada, Toronto, uh,
3: Tucson. Well, you know, Tucson are two idiots in one location. Hmm. Devin and Jackie play a series of characters that all exist in the same universe. I would say they had the best set of the night.
0: Yeah. I agree. Completely. I love them. And, they were so good. And also really what was I give them additional commendation because even despite that hot theater, they got the audience going. You know, yeah. and that was real tough in there. Like they actually came out with a glass of water and stuff and uh, or so red solo cups. I want to be accurate here. Guys. Well they
3: did insist they it that water. it was water. Yeah.
0: And uh yeah, they really did good character work and just like They they seem to have a lot of fun too. You know what I mean? Like Like just being silly, yeah, Yeah. goofy. You know, and you could see them like just nerding out together as friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. uh, I
4: think they must be like BFFs.
0: That's what I was going to say too. If they're not, then I um, talked
4: to both of them. You did um, over the course of Diff, yeah, Um, and they were both very nice. Okay, and now we're Facebook friends. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. One of them, I don't know if it was Devin or Jackie, also appeared later than that night. That Uh,
4: is Devin. Devin.
0: Okay. Yeah, they they had a good set. Then we're like, oh, thank God, let us get, get us out of this heat. Then we all stroll down to go comedy for the ten o'clock block. Uh, so unfortunately, we missed the ten o'clock block at uh, the Ringwald, which was Jibber Jabber, OTR Improv, pretty much Sisters and the League of Pointless Improvisers. Which I was talking to Jake, and he said it was a huge contingent for the League of Pointless Improvisers. So,
1: like all of them were there,
0: uh, not all of them, but a good good chunk of that. Yeah, so.
4: the, there was a lot of people. Also, um, if you Listen to Heather Drunk Anonymous. Coming soon. Jason from Um Pointless. The
3: one of the owners.
0: Yes. Yeah. Who owned the colour? He, ta- it he with talks
4: about their performance at diff. Okay.
3: Very good. I met pretty much sisters just uh at some of the parties. They were all really nice. The one girl teaches stage combat.
0: Okay. How many members are in that group?
3: I'm not sure. Sh- I met three. Oh, okay. I think it's only three, but I'm not a hundred percent sure.
0: Okay. Shout out. I appreciate the honesty, John. So, unfortunately, we missed that block. That was one of our blind spots. We're going to have to enlist more correspondents next year so we can cover everything. Uh, so, then we all stroll down to Go Comedy for the 10 o'clock block, which was Big Baby, Orson Wales, The Offbeats, and The Diff All Stars, incarnation number one. Uh, let's get started with Big Baby.
3: Well, you know, Big Baby's from Philadelphia, and they were formed in 2013. This troupe is a Philly Improv Theater Saturday Night House team. Big Baby performs The Bunker, a form of the mono scene in which all players are on stage and in the scene at all times, no exits, no edits. The team asks for a one-word suggestion from the audience and then creates a world where anything can happen.
0: Yeah, I like their scene. I mean, I think they had like, I think as with any mono scene, like ebb and flow, they had like a funny bit where one guy was on the phone, you know, and then they, I think they were at a laundromat, I believe. Yeah. They were in the
4: laundry room. Oh,
0: the laundry room. Okay. I like that set a lot, and uh, the next up was Orson. Or Did anybody else have any comments on that set?
3: They did really good. Uh, it seemed to lose energy for a minute, but I was impressed by the way they got it back.
0: Yeah, and overall strong set. Uh, next up was Orson Wales. Yes. Uh, Well,
3: they are from Toronto.
0: Oh, another one of them. Yeah, you know, Toronto really uh, impressed the entire group. I want to move there. I did not see a bad Toronto set. (laughs) Not not a
5: single one. one. Well, I was talking to one of the performers, and he said there's like five or six theaters out there, and they all just kind of like go to, you know, each other's theaters, and it's a real tight community out there. Okay.
3: And, you know, they're also a long-form improv troupe created by Second City long-form conservatory grads. So they're Hmm. all... Highly educated in improv, Mm, mm, mm. and while they use the Herald as inspiration, you will always see something a little bit different with the whales. We like to mess with each other while still focusing on grounded scenes. There's always a little bit of weird in an Orson Whales show, and we hope you'll join us for it. (laughs) And does anybody remember any highlights in
0: particular from that set, Heather?
4: You know, I remember thinking that they were very funny. And then mm-hmm. when I sat down to write my notes, I was like, but what did they do?
0: Yeah, I had the same problem.
4: Uh, yeah. They did something. They started out doing something with the chairs on top of each other. And it was like they were French. And there was oh, art. Oh, that's right. Like a weird yeah, threesome. Yeah, I do remember. Maybe.
3: <laughs> that was a funny. Uh, yeah, they had a threesome yeah. with three guys. And uh, the guy's like, do you do this with every customer? Yeah. Which was a great blow line. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: And then they had a... a um. A thing that was, like, an audition. That's right. And But, the like, the guy that was auditioning, they never, like, let him say anything at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's
0: almost like kind of that rule they really talk about in improv. Like, if you have two people about to fight, like, don't ever let them get to the fight. You know, like yeah. a boxing match or whatever. And, like, and they did a thing with the casting. I remember now. Uh, they had the guy come up for an audition and he sat at the front of the stage yeah. and they were all behind him the four <laughs> behind him were playing casting. And they was like, no, don't look at us. Look at the camera. So they were like, like instructing him because like, they couldn't yeah. see his face, but they were telling him like they could. Oh, you yeah. know? It was funny. It yeah. was like, yeah, you know, be more good looking, you know, or like, you know, like. <laughs> be strong, but yeah. also yeah.
1: sensitive. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was, uh, it was really funny. Yeah, they That's came funny. off as very experienced. Yes, yes.
4: And they I were met, not rushed at all. I met some of them after. Okay. Words and they were very nice. Up
0: next is a local favorite, The Offbeats. Uh, Joe Hingelberg, Travis Pelto, James Casada, and once again, every time I see these guys, they have strong sets. Like and, they have,
4: and Jeremy was on piano with them,
1: right?
3: Yeah, Jeremy, yes. uh, Saint Martin. Shout out to him. Their yeah. form is a unique blend of improvised poetry and improvised yeah. scenes. Yeah, yeah. And because
0: thanks,
1: John Yar.
3: They go
0: into this thing where they like line up in the front of the stage and like they'll make a sound or like. Re- riff on like a certain theme and then they'll in between they'll cut the scenes but every they just seem that form seems very focused on finding the game they have so many games where like they were tagging in and out of uh yeah. scenes when they're trying to get a raise from their boss then there was a scene where they were making an omelet in an apartment and then just like taking turns making the omelet while they told stories like yeah. and
5: i will say they're very physical yeah, yeah. very it's, physical it's great because it gets the crowd's energy up too
0: the, yeah there was and that was the thing like somebody reveals something i forgot what it was it wasn't like that big i was slightly big but then the physical reaction to it like they're Doing like somersaults, the other two guys, and it's like it was so it was so funny, and uh, that was uh, that was probably one of my favorite sets of diff. So shout out to them. Oh yeah, and then finally the diff all stars one. I will commend this group because uh, who was in there it was Kevin Dorf,
4: Jamie Moyer, Jamie Moyer, Joe Bill, Isaac Bill. Kessler,
0: and PJ J Yeah, PJ J Isaac Kessler. I don't know much about him. Does anybody?
5: Yeah, I talked to him. He's he was in a uh, Two Men No Show last year. Oh okay. So... And he was also in another group. I think on Saturday I saw at the Ringwald.
0: And this group was the first time that I mean they showed why they're all stars. I guess because it was the first time they had improvised together. They mentioned that before they came out, and they did a really good job. Jamie Moyer is always, you know, I just um, she's a gem. She really is. Mm -hmm. And and they all did like a good job. I'm trying to think of like particular standout
4: scenes that they did. Yeah. Well, they had a lot of callbacks. Yeah, which makes it hard for me to. Well, no, it was interesting was
0: because like? they, they started out camping in the woods. Yes. You know there was a whole scene with that and drinking and and it wasn't like a form it was just like a montage of stuff but yet mm-hmm. they found a way at the end to bring it back where they were all working at a factory and the factory was closing down and they're like what do you want to do and then like it so it started out with Kevin Dorf, Joe Bills and who was the other guy uh Isaac mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they they were camping and then the final scene there was all five of them were on stage at this factory and they're like ah what what should we do now that you know the factory's closed like oh we should go camping you know go drinking and camping you know yeah. And then who's in? And Jamie Moore is like, I'm in, you know. But she wasn't in the original scene. Then she's like, Oh, wait a minute, I'm not in, you know. And then, <laughs> and then so then so they they ended up with the three people like agreeing to go on this camping. That
5: trip. always amazes me about like the veterans who've been doing it a long time. They can remember like everything yes. that's happened in the whole set.
0: Yeah, that really is. I mean, because that's something that we haven't really talked. They don't really talk about in our. Instruction. It's callbacks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they'd say, yeah, callbacks are good. But yeah, it's a good point. Like they just remember. And I've noticed that with the Planet Ant home team too, that sometimes they'll just remember stuff. But these, these guys were on another level. No offense to Planet Ant. But I mean, yeah, it was just amazing. Like yeah. how the stuff they remembered. Like just yeah. the little details.
4: They also had Jeremy on piano. And yeah. they had some improvised songs.
0: Yeah, Jeremy Mom did a great job. you know, music really enhances. I know that's like the Second City style. But I've said it before. I wish I would see more of it in Detroit. Uh, yeah, but, I, mean, I always th-
4: like it when there's music Yeah,
0: cause It's so it,
5: good because they can just break into song or dance whenever they want oh, And it's funny That was the other thing funny.
0: too They had a musical accompaniment And this group which wasn't the All stars Which wasn't a musical thing what, Why are you making that Well
4: because I just said that What That they had improvised songs
3: He's yeah. saying that they're not a musical group. However. Yeah, I'm just and elaborating on that. He's not trying okay. to. Do you want credit? Okay, Heather,
0: you get credit that you said that. Good job. Heather. What thanks, I was gonna say thanks, is thanks. that wasn't their form, but they no. did. Yeah, but, but they, spon- they still did it. Yeah, they were spontaneous about it. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Then and oh yeah, PJ Jacobs too had a really good bit about he like mispronounced a word. And then they turned it into like a running bit that basically ran through the word whole set. Calendar. Yeah, with the word calendar. And they kept referring back to the word calendar and stuff like that. And there was also a thing with a suggestion board. A uh, chore chart? It, yeah, like a chore chart that Jamie Moyer and I think it was Joe Bills, they were the parents. Or no, Joe, Joe Bills was the son and Kevin Dorff was the father.
5: I think that was the first time I saw Kevin Dorf perform. And I was just surprised because he seems like really unflappable kind of. Yeah. He's I, just I, always. I saw
0: him perform last year at the local and he was really good, but I thought he was even better this year. Yeah. But it's like yeah, and he came in with a couple of like blow lines, good times for scenes and things like that. So uh the after party on Thursday was uh where was that go? It was that go. There was karaoke, right? Yeah. Yes, yes karaoke.
2: And somebody got
0: a wedgie. Uh, Jim is showing me the picture. Uh, I don't who? remember that. Yeah, I don't either. But Jim got it. Who was getting a wedgie? That's Tim Lally. Tim Lally, who was, I oh. believe, the facility manager for the. He was that night. Yeah, yeah. Tim is as, Tim was as serious as I've ever seen him at Diff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's
3: because he didn't have a smartphone, so he couldn't lag. That was a funny thing too. When we came in
0: for the volunteer <laughs> meeting on Monday, he, they were saying, you know, you need to communicate with this app. You know, use this app. And then Tim's like, "What if you don't have?" Uh, a smartphone and everybody talk to your coordinator. Yeah. And then he's like, "Uh, I'm the coordinator. (laughs) And then everybody turned and looked at him. And I remember one person goes, who are you? You know, (laughs) but I think they meant it in terms of like, who are you this person with, uh, without a smartphone? And then Michelle Giorlando said, don't worry about it. I didn't have a smartphone last year i just got my first smartphone today and she got a very vigorous round of applause for getting a smartphone <laughs> i was like mm-hmm. what did we
3: become as a she society? did it she made it into the future yeah
0: exactly well, to the, the present. present yeah whatever i was gonna let that go guys <laughs> we agreed but, heather yeah oh yeah jim,
4: if i was drinking i'd have to finish my whole drink
0: yeah see that rip in the background that's a space-time continuum mm-hmm. anyway stay away from it i yeah. am so yeah the after party was fun jim and i went up and sang uh where We Belong by Joe Cocker mm-hmm. and uh, was yeah. it Jennifer Warnes? Uh, Close. No, it was yeah. good. It was a good duet. Yeah, but the energy was not, I mean, not that it could be. It was not on the level of Seven Brothers. First of all,
4: uh, nowhere really is.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it was a good crowd, but it, it thinned out toward the end. But it was fine. It was, it was, it was fun. a fun after party. And then there was an after-after party, which I didn't go to. Yeah, I don't, I've never Bob's. gone to a, an after-after party, by the way. Because <sighs> I, I didn't go to any of them I, come, yeah, I, I went to all the
4: after-after parties. Yeah,
0: you guys had some late nights. I had to come I home with feet boss, and I was fine with that. So where was the after-after party? It was at Bob's. Bob's. Bob. What happened? Anything?
4: You uh, could not
3: stomp, but you could be as loud as you want.
4: He lives in um, an apartment building, so okay. you could not stomp. Okay. But, but yeah. you could be
3: as loud as you want?
4: Well, I mean, I would have said don't be loud, but... um, Was
3: it loud? Oh, it was very loud. Mm. It was drunk,
4: it was loud, it was a lot of people in there. Um, Some people were tired, though.
3: Oh, okay. Some people took their shoes off and they were reading their toes for their futures. Oh,
0: really? Yeah,
4: there was some weird stuff.
0: So now we move on to Friday. Friday! So Jim and I were occupied all night at uh, the Magic Bag, Jim was there covering, he was filming as mm-hmm. a volunteer, the Polyp Tompkins podcast, Spontaneous Nation, which neither of us had ever, I'd never heard it, had you Jim?
5: I had no idea what it was. And, and he even made a joke at the beginning. He's like, a round of applause, who here has no idea what this is? And yeah.
3: It was more than <laughs> half the audience. Yeah, it was definitely the majority of the audience. Friend of the show, JB, loves that podcast. Yes, he I was I do too there.
0: Now. Yeah, I do too. I was right. a big uh, fan of the format. So... I went to, you know, in the interest of learning about the podcast, the uh, industry and the biz and the live podcast game, which we've only done one of. I went to both episodes, and I'm glad I did. Uh, they were both sold out. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about, who was there, John? You were there. I was at the later one. The later one. So, Human Amusements opened up for the 7 o'clock show, I believe it was. Uh, oh, the 8 o'clock. Yeah. So, Human Amusements opened up for the 8 o'clock show, and a group from Atlanta called Dad's Garage. I think there's a th- there's a theater called Dad's Garage. Yeah, that's
3: the theater name, and they're... A th- just people from the theater. Yeah, that they it's like a out. rotating
0: cast, and they open up for the second one. I felt, I will say, I felt really bad for Human Amusements, because they had these audio issues with the wireless headsets. And yeah. I was told later that the problem was is when you're wearing those wireless packs, you have to, like... like Pin them to the outside of like your belt or whatever, or like your pocket, but you can't put it in your pocket. And nobody told them that. So some people. Oh. So the result was just imagine like I'm saying all these things, and every time I speak, it's like the scratchy sound, like someone like like, but worse than that, like rubbing your hand on the mic. So it was all like scratch, 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 and you couldn't understand. And I was like halfway back, and I couldn't understand it. So yeah. to me, I mean, they had a good set what I could hear, but the sound issues just fucking torpedoed it. It, it was a real bummer, you know. So. So that's a tip. Always wear the pack on the outside because they use the same uh, mics, uh, the same system for Paul Up Tompkins, and they. Yeah, it was
5: good. It was great. They were like the headset. Yeah, mics.
0: you know, because I've heard people say that miking improv isn't good, but no, that was good. Yeah, it was. I thought it worked fine. You know, except for when it went horribly wrong, and then I was like, oh yeah, that person is right. Yeah. So anyway, to explain <laughs> spontaneation, uh, Paul Up Tompkins came out and he did a little patter with the crowd before we started recording, and he has a keyboard player, and so he has three improvisers come on with them that's part of like the troupe and it's a rotating cast and then he has a special guest and the special so he'll bring on each member of the troupe and interview them for a little bit so the members for the first show were um naima funk nancy hayden oh and mark evan jackson mm-hmm. yeah mark evan jackson and the special guest was i forgot how to say his name krakowski yeah craig Krakow- krakowski Craig Kakowski. and basically, when they bring out the main guest, they interview him, and the previous guest that week has um, the the to, Paul Tompkins has a book, like a nice little leather book that he writes a question in, and uh, so then the the next guest has to answer oh, that question. We should steal that. Yeah, that's a good one. So then, based on that answer, they conclude the show with like one big scene. Like, there's no like montage, and. They have a, a cool little effect thing that I'd never seen before done in improv. Yeah. It's like this soundboard. It looks like, imagine like a stoplight laid on its side okay. with three buttons yes. and like red, green, yellow. And okay. each one has a sound effect. So one sound effect means we're going to go back in time mm-hmm. from okay. the current scene.
5: Uh-huh. A backwards harp. Playing. yeah oh.
0: one one is like a sound that means that meanwhile like cutting across town you yeah. know and then the other one is uh like a xylophone like ding 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 and that either means you're coming back into the present time from the scene you're in or you're going into the future yeah so you know once they explained it it was actually a very useful device and they do it obviously because it's audio and so it's like rather than saying back in time or but you know so then they did a scene in the first show, and uh, I was very impressed. And I don't know, I wasn't. A, I was expecting it to be good because I'm a big fan of Paul Tompkins. Like I haven't seen a lot of his stand-up, but you know he's on the voice on Bo- BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. He's on. He was a writer for Mr. Show. Yeah, uh, I watch
5: a lot of his. Uh, no, you shut up.
0: Yeah, that's another show Jim talks about a lot. So. It was, and the crowd loved it, and it was really well done. He's, you know, he is just so damn likable. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Very charismatic. Yeah, and uh, John, you were there for the 10 o'clock show. Yeah. What did you, what was your opinion of, uh, like, do you share the same feelings, or what were your thoughts on the show?
3: Uh, Yeah, for Paul F. Tompkins, like, his banter at the beginning was hilarious. Uh, He messed something up. Know, maybe he didn't start the timer, too. yeah. He oh, a t- timer. Yeah,
0: he had it on the little iPad facing him so the audio. And he made that into it. a great little bit. Yeah. And then just the show itself was a lot of fun. And he does this weird little dancing around in between things. Like he like he gets up on his tiptoes and walks around. It was just really funny. And he was wearing like he was almost dressed like a like a ringmaster, like he had like seersucker striped pants on and uh like a a a jacket with like a green blazer with like a like a yellow spontanea nation like logo on it I think it and, he wears that for every episode And he has a big mustache and it was i
5: just think funny. someone mentioned that it's like the outfit someone wore in the movie Jaws Oh maybe that's okay, okay. I didn't someone hear that Someone
4: said something about jaws
0: Yeah
2: that's
4: yeah. right. Yeah, that, that is true. They said it to Heather Drunk Anonymous. She didn't know what it was. Oh,
0: okay. And she An was idolater. also talking to the third person. Oh, okay, It's so so a different so. person. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. I didn't that realize it was a split personality. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: Might want to get that looked at.
0: So for the second show, the... the I'm, imp- a
4: m- I'm a mental health professional. Uh, for the
0: For the second show, the 10 o'clock show, it was Naima Funk again. Mark Wozniak? Or I don't know
3: how to say his name.
0: Yeah. Does anybody have his name? The guy, the CNN guy that used to be it's, in Second City.
4: It's Mark... I'm not a hundred percent. Was Mark Warzeka?
0: Mar- Mark Warzeka. Apparently Zekka. he's on CNN, which I didn't know. Really? I and, didn't know who he was. But. Yeah, and uh, but he was a special guest. And then who were the other two people? Uh, Mark Evan Jackson again, and um, there was
3: a wrestler guy.
0: Oh, that's who it was. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Evan Jackson, Naima Funk, and Mark Warzeka, and then Zach Gowan, I think his name was, or that sounds right. Okay. And anyway, he's a. Uh, I don't know about him, but Mitch Sosha had him at, there was a special show at Go, which was almost in the same format where they interviewed him in improvised scenes based on a couple weeks ago. And he's missing a leg. I don't know why. They never addressed why uh, he has an artificial leg. Um, and i don't
5: think they ever talked about his wrestling no they
0: didn't they 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 talked about how he used to work at a courtyard by marriott and like the crazy like
3: great story at a hotel
5: like during the night shift
0: yeah and like it was just him and there was like a drug addict that was really rich that was living there and that was
3: for six months
0: yeah and then he also had a dog in there in his room which was illegal and and he would leave like the do not disturb sign on the room for weeks at a time so uh he seemed like a really interesting guy and um then they improvise the scene based by that and John what did you
3: think of the the scene I thought it was uh pretty good yeah it started off kind of weak cuz they're just talking about Madison Square Garden and
0: yeah that was the location yeah they
3: just kept bringing up shapes i'm like oh this is an interesting game but it's not yeah super good but then they started doing the relationship stuff after maybe like 8 minutes and yeah. it just turned into fire it was well, a great
5: I think overall it was a little different because there were four improvisers instead of five. That's true. So in, it was a yeah. little slower
3: Normally,
0: pace. Normally in the format of the show, as I take it, the the guest is also an improviser and they take part in the scene. And in this, what do you call it? The guest, after he was done telling a story, he went yeah. off stage. Maybe because he was like, you know, not an improviser. I would guess that was the reason why. Yeah. Um, but I, I have to say, too, Paula Tompkins, you know, I don't. Like I know, Moore's a comedic actor, but he's a really good improviser. He yeah. was really good. Mm-hmm. Like he came up with this character called Budino, like in the first part, where it was like, which is another word for butter, like for pudding, I guess. Yeah, you some know? Kind of, he was like a pudding butter, fairy. Yeah, the pudding fairy. He's like, <laughs> oh, it's me, Budino, you know. And it was just, it was just so funny, you know. And it's like his, and also like they were slightly calling out each other, which I always love in improv. Yeah. And, um, well, but up front in the show, he said the kind of improv it is it's a
5: narrative improv. Yes. It's not like a bunch of scenes that don't make sense in relation to each other. It's one big story. Yeah. So I think that's really... I like that he made that distinction. Yeah.
0: I would say that the first set was a little better, you know? Mm-hmm. the set, But the second one was really good. They were both really high-quality scenes. It was
5: good, but it was just... I mean, I was just filming, and I was tired by the end. Because I was there from 6 until... The second set ended at 12.45. 12.30. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, and Naima 70. Funk was really good in both of them. Yeah. You know? Yes, she was. Uh, the, the bad part is... I mean, the good part is I got to see him twice, as did Jim... Uh, the bad part is I missed everything else, but that's why we have the rest of you guys. Yeah. So eight o'clock at Go Comedy, it was Mars, uh, Mar- Mark Soboleski, and uh, Margaret Edwardowski, both friends of the show. Yeah. Virginia Slims messing with a friend uh, yes. with somebody named Swen. We'll get to that later. Blaine Swen. Blaine Swen. So let's start off with Mars at eight p.m. We some of us. Oh, saw we it.
5: didn't want to talk about the after party on on Friday.
4: We're not. We there did yet. talk
0: about the after party. We're Oh no! no yeah, oh. we're still oh. in Friday. Yeah, we're I still see. on Friday, Jim. I see. It I wasn't just our experience. I, I know it feels us. like that.
4: Yeah,
5: that is what it feels. Yeah.
0: So uh, anyway, you know,
4: other people have different experiences.
0: Different.
1: Very different. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the, the sigh of disgust you gave, Jessica. Hashtag yeah. was it disgust it's or more was like a, it?
1: It's more like a hiss of just like God, Tony. Sorry. Yeah,
0: you need to get closer to the mic. I almost said baby girl for some reason. I was like, you need to get close to that mic, baby girl. And I don't know why mine, I did that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, how do you, like Mars, it. some of us saw a preview show of this at the Ant in, um, I want to say July, sometime in July or June. Uh, Mark. Oh, and they been,
5: they did, um, they did they a did, couple. Probably. They did one on a Saturday Night at Improv, too. Yeah. A couple weeks ago. And
0: uh, it was really good. Like, they're, I mean, they're, they have a very good dynamic, as they both talked about. So, what did you guys think of it? Who all was there?
4: I, I was me. there. Yeah. Was I the only one that was there? Jim, I get to talk about all of there. it. Okay. Um, yeah. So they played with John, whose name's John, right? What? Or, Margaret's husband.
0: Yeah. Oh, he was playing keyboard. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. He was John playing, Obertowski.
4: Um, and I I just love Margaret and Mark together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you can tell that they're having a lot of fun with each other. And I really like when I can tell that the like the people are friends that have fun with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Like when they perform or Margaret and Nancy or like Joe and Travis, like, yeah. you know, that those people work really well together. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they were super funny and had Do you remember some, any like,
0: particular bits.
4: Um, there was, um, there was one about skydiving, like Mark, had bought a Groupon to go skydiving. Mm-hmm. Um and then it turned into some I don't know how it got there, but it came up that he was gay. And then and then Margaret revealed that she was also gay and it and Mark was very confused for most of it and then she was like you know saying why, you know, and he was like I thought you were a man because she was playing a lesbian, mm. and then <laughs> and I love she just way- she and she was very surprised by that. I had thought she was um, trying to play a man also, yeah. and then I so I knew where like Mark was. It's looking. a common
0: uh, misconception. One of
5: the things Mark can get away with.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then what about
3: uh, Virginia Slims? They were up next. John, you have a
0: yeah. Read
4: about them. Thank
0: Virginia
3: you. Slims from Los Angeles was coached by David Razowski and is currently Monica Smith. Virginia Slim's is Lauren Elkhorn and Pepper Berry, a two-person long-form improv comedy team that takes a single suggestion from the audience and uses it to perform a one-act play, at times playing multiple characters within the story. Mm.
1: I would hope. That was a very very Monster Truck
3: Rally delivery. I like that,
0: but very understated Monster Truck Rally. One of those
1: ladies' names is Pepper.
4: It was actually a man. His name is Pepper Barry.
0: Actually, Tim Lally and I were discussing whether that was like a play. Because there's an actor called Barry Pepper. He was the rifle, the sniper in Saving Private Ryan. Oh. And so we were like, did they have to change it because of, you know, SAG rules or something? Or I don't
4: know. I do you think but it's a stage, stage name?
0: Maybe. It's Pepper Barry, that's pretty unusual. It is unusual. Yeah. They're from L.A., like,
3: so it could be a stage then
4: name. Then definitely
3: maybe. a stage name. Hmm. Um, we no know, question. know how it works out there. Go yes. ahead, Heather.
4: I um I didn't have a lot of notes that I could recall about them. Do
0: they have any cigarette theme scenes? S-
4: I don't think so. No. I wrote that. No, well, I wrote that it was cherry. Cherry. Okay. Well, Mark likes to say yeah, cherry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then the
0: final of that block was uh, Susan Messing messing with a friend. With her guest was
4: Blaine Swen from the Improvised Shakespeare Company.
3: Let's hear a little bit about Susan Messing, if we could. So, Susan Messing, I will not give you the date of her birth, even though it's easily findable. She's a lady. She's a lady. She's an American improvisational theater performer, teacher, and author associated with Annoyance Theater and IO Theater in Chicago. Her notable work, according to Wikipedia, is Messing with a Friend and Co-Ed Prison Sluts. Nice. It's amazing. Yeah.
1: I like her more now. (laughs) So <laughs> if it was possible. Go to
3: Wikipedia to find out more about coed prison sluts. Um,
1: that's exactly what I'll be doing after this podcast.
3: <laughs> so you got to see some of uh, you got to see one of her notable works, Heather.
4: Yeah, it was really good. Like I'd never seen her do improv before. Yeah, um, she was at Diff last year. Yeah,
0: and she's a pretty prominent teacher mm-hmm. just throughout the country. She yeah, known as she a usually prominent. does a workshop. Yeah,
4: um, I thought it was amazing. It what was, was the form like? Any kind um, of there wasn't really uh like um it was a montage yeah um there was um a good use of the stage and offstage area she even called up an audience member
0: mm.
4: um which i was trying to figure out
0: were they, they an improviser they
4: I, i'm sure they were an improviser if they weren't they should be yeah um but I was trying to figure out if they—they they must have known each other. Yeah. Um, but it was—it was funny to, because you don't really see a lot of would people you, get pulled up on stage.
0: How would you describe her style? Is like understated, very physical. Oh, bawdy.
4: it was. It yeah, it was very physical, um, and um, yeah, very sassy and physical and just like. Um, I really wish I'd seen her and Jamie together because it was kind super of good. Like. <laughs> We'll it, remind, it reminded me of Jamie. Like okay. that kind of just like really go for it. Um, but the funniest scene was um, she was playing with Blaine's when he went off stage, like backstage behind the curtain. Yeah. And she started the scene. She put like the two chairs back to back. And then she laid down and was like scooting her body underneath these chairs. Mm-hmm. And it was just that for a while. And then um, Blaine came out with the creepiest voice and was playing some kind of, like, closet demon troll. Um, And it was just, like, her hiding. She wasn't saying anything. And he was just, like, talking to her, like, I'm going to find you. I know you're in here. And it was so funny. And then when they finally, like, he found her um she was trying to like escape from him or get rid of him and she kissed him which was super funny and then he acted like it was like gonna you know destroy him destroy him and then he was like that's not gonna work you're gonna have to do something else and so that was like kind of the game of the scene and but just his voice and he was like can you do do your best impression of his voice uh i really mm, it was like, well, I don't know what to, how to say. It. it was like, I know you're in here. Oh, very <laughs> creepy.
3: <laughs> that was worth
4: it. Yeah, but it was it the was so up was worth yeah, it. Yeah. well, yeah, okay. Very so it was, it, but in, <laughs> he was like on standing like on top of the chairs, and it was like it was very physical and very funny, mm-hmm. and that was one of my favorite sets that i saw
0: i will say good crowds for all the shows i went to Mm -hmm. oh yeah more Mm -hmm. so than last year i think i don't know yeah
5: yeah most of them were sold out even the ones that weren't sold out were pretty full yeah
0: yeah so then the there was the 10 o'clock block i'd go with future kids sad trombone hugs and pull-ups and then the headliner bottle of bread oh my god (laughs) so yeah um Future Kids, that they were the launch cast at Go, and they've yes. stayed together. Was it the full complement of them? Like, uh, it yeah.
4: seemed there was like it. was Andy uh-huh. Reid, Julia, Janelle, Annie, Carrie, Kareem, Doug, and Hunter. That's okay. all of them, I think.
0: I think that's right. Uh, Heather, what did you think of a Future Kids set?
4: Um, well, they did. I think that, I mean, I only saw them perform um, a couple of times, even though they were the launch group. Um, yeah. But I, I, from what I've seen, their form is very, um, it's very dreamlike. Kind of flows together. Yeah, I think uh, they're big.
0: They're big on not doing like hard, like a structured transitions. Yeah, like they, thing.
4: Yeah. Um, Which is so, hard
5: because it doesn't give the audience an opportunity to applaud them or to kind of rewind. It's
4: interesting. And it's interesting. It's something that. Um, like, I didn't see anyone else doing... Yeah. Um, I, I saw them f-
3: earlier in their run as launch class, and at that point, they weren't doing that.
4: Yeah.
2: Well,
3: Andy Reid was in class with you and I, Tony, yes. and he tried to do a soft edit and ended up just being in the scene. Yeah, because none of us yeah. knew what he was doing. He decided, <laughs> right. We thought he was
0: entering the scene, but he was starting a new but, scene. But it actually was one of the bigger laughs of our uh, midterm that we bombed. So My
4: favorite part um, of their set was... Andy was just gossiping yeah. with everyone throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Like he was like whispering to people on stage like asking them to say something about other people in their group and then mm-hmm. he would go up to the person and say this person said this about you. Yeah. And then he started coming out to the audience. Oh yeah. And like talking to people in the audience to Jason Petterson and Matt Pimrange and um, it was interesting that was my favorite
0: part. Okay. Yeah, and then Sad Trombone who was in that
1: that was um, Ralph Adriatico, probably yeah. saying that wrong. It's all easy. And Come on. Drunkia. And then Steve Kleinelder. John, Neddler. do you have anything on oh, Sad I'm Trombone? Midler.
3: Sad Trombone is the comedy duo of Ralph Andrasico and Steve mm-hmm. Kleinendier.
4: No. That cannot no. be right. Come on. Give us
1: Come on. Just try to say it right. Come on.
3: P. Klein and Dyer.
1: Klein. I had a workshop with the. Klein and Dyer. It looks like Klein Adler.
4: Okay,
3: we're spending too much time on that. So. Okay. Give us your disappointments, and we'll give you a funny show with no regrets.
0: <laughs> so, who else saw the show?
1: I I did. did. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So, what'd you think? Were they sad? Did they?
1: They. Th- no, I don't think it was sad. No, they did a very like. And I'll talk about that later if we yeah. do the workshop section. We are going to do it. But it. I told you we are. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, when we do that, because it makes a lot of sense with the improv style he was teaching. Yeah. Like, he's very, like, relationship building. Mm-hmm. And they had a very clear, like, he was all about, like, discovery and stuff. And what they found was, like, what the characters they created, like, everything was kind mm-hmm. of, like, it wasn't just, like... And we've been married for six years, and this is our demon child. But it was like they found things naturally. Mm. Mm-hmm. I really like them. I really liked them too.
4: Were,
0: Did their scenes tend to end in a sad trombone way? Was, that is to say, like, womp, womp.
1: Wasn't it just a mono scene? Was um, it
4: multiples? It was, well, it was the baby. Mm, it wasn't a mono scene. Womp, no, womp. but they revisited. They revisited. Mm. I, at, by this point in the night, I was drunk. Okay. So, it's uh, Okay.
0: So. Are you, oh, you're not drunk right now. Okay. No. Heather's sticking to Coke tonight. Uh, yeah. I mean, the drink okay. Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. No, not cocaine. Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> I would never do cocaine.
4: Never? No, I would never do it. What Why? if all of us
0: were right here? I feel we could convince you. Come on, just try a little bit, Heather. No.
4: Would. Yeah. Mm. I wouldn't do it.
0: You're afraid you probably you'd probably would like try it. it like once.
4: Yeah. I think you would.
3: Then what about... What, what was Hugs and Pull-Ups? Anybody, John? Oh. Ever, uh, hugs and Pull-Ups has the distinction of not being in this... Program. Interesting. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. oh, Jessica
0: has something yeah, about that. Yeah.
1: Right. Prepared. Okay, you want their whole blurb? It's really long. Uh, yes. No. Give us like half of it. I'll just it. tell you about them because I saw them. Okay. So basically they take someone's photo and use that as their inspiration.
0: They put it up on the screen or something? No,
1: they took no. actually, They was, no one else had a picture on their phone, so I just used my phone. So they took a picture of my niece and they kind of like, describe what the photo is and oh, okay. then they go off of it. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. they I don't remember exactly what they did with it. But they're from Chicago. All right. And I believe it was three people? Three people. Meg Kennedy, John
4: Signs and Brian Vabulous.
0: Vabulous?
4: I v- I don't It's V A B U L A S. That sounds right. Vabulous. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, no But it, it, it's basically Being born with a stage name they Like Tony Gaskin They For their forms
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <It's, what laughs> Or Jameson
0: Yeah mm-hmm. Yeah But or then Heather then Being Jack born Brown with a stage is. name And not using the name Instead oh. saying Jim instead Yeah Maybe James. if I Jameson doing,
5: Hop If I do festivals I use my stage Okay name.
0: Very good And then I would like I love your set Jameson and You're like what? No like, They're like wow He's so distant I want to be friends with him So what, Did you like their set? I did Okay
1: from what I can remember.
0: Any notable?
1: Well, I I don't know. I if you just don't like remember, it it's fine. We're seeing I, a lot of groups here. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Really,
4: the only note I had on this was that it was based on an audience photo, and it was Jessica's baby niece. Oh,
5: it was okay.
1: a very cute picture of her, if I might say.
5: How then, accurate were they?
1: I mean, they called her cute, so they nailed it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, this is a really cute baby. And I was like, thank you. I know. Shout
3: they got 100% of her attributes. Shout out to tributes.
1: my niece. Yeah. <laughs>
0: then, oh, yeah, the headliner, Bottle of Red. Yes. This is one of the most anticipated matchups of and so Diff.
5: And the headliners are 45-minute sets, right?
0: Usually. That seemed to be the case, at least at the local, they were doing that. Yeah. So it is Margaret Adbertowski and Nancy Hayden, best friends.
4: Best friends. I love them. I love them both.
0: And, yeah, I got a chance to see them last year when at Planet Ant, they did a set. So yes. it was amazing. And, mm-hmm. uh, so what was, how did this measure up?
4: Um, so they did kind of a goon ass okay. form. Um, and I like that form. Mm. I like it too.
0: Do we need to explain that?
4: Well, it's basically, um, they pull up two chairs and then it's like, um, it's on
0: opposite ends.
4: Yeah. They're each giving kind of a monologue, but it's like, they're telling like from their point of view, part of the story.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, of how these characters kind of know each other, interact with each other. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they do a scene, um, some stuff they come up with
1: was your favorite one the southern one because that was my favorite oh one. Yeah. i don't have that
4: on my notes because it, i was it? really drunk by this point no. i do remember it now
1: it was that like was so funny pie competition so it was like oh no no it wasn't pie competition that's a lie no it was she was a having like a garden, garden party. party nancy was having nancy was having a, garden, was having party. a garden
4: party and she was inviting everyone but not margaret and it was like and annabelle just, clearwater <laughs> She was just shit-talking her, and it was funny. It was amazing. It was so funny.
0: Would you say that was among your favorite sets at Div? Yes. Yes. I think that's it for Go. Let's move on to the Ringwald. Uh, John, you were there? I was there. And uh, you were volunteering, right?
3: Uh, That was Saturday. I was just there. Oh, you were just there. You were there for the 10 o'clock? The 8 8 o'clock and the 10 o'clock. No. Because uh, ten at o'clock, th- I went to Magic Bag.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, you're there for the eight o'clock bag. So uh, there was Beth Stir Friday night and no waiting with Mark Warsaka.
3: I liked all three of them. Well, okay. I saw
0: that too. <laughs> who was your Who was your standout? Um,
3: I liked Beth a lot. What was their form like? Do you remember? Well, Beth is a duo improv team consisting of Elizabeth <laughs> Recklett and Paige Fockler Elizabeth and Paige met at Second City in Hollywood Training Center in 2015 Mm. and have been best friends ever since. They're coached currently by Celeste Picos, but I know that Jamie Moyer helped. was uh, with her in the conservatory. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so they have a Detroit link. Interesting. Maybe that's how they got their end to the festival. Possibly. They were pretty funny, though. Yeah. Uh, They were goofy... They did a little bit of meta stuff and uh, it all came together pretty well. Very nice. And then uh, Stir Friday night. (laughs) Shivani, after Stir Friday finished, she's like, I just realized they're all Asian.
0: (laughs) 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 There are like eight of
3: them. Stir Friday night?
0: Yeah.
1: Because Kyle thought it was an Archer reference. Apparently. Oh, uh, you
3: know, I think that that Archer reference was a Stir Friday reference.
1: Yeah, it probably was. And then they came out, and I was like, Kyle, I don't think that's why they're yeah. called Stir Friday night.
3: That's
0: pretty funny. So how were they? They One were pretty the, funny, actually. Probably they're. Where are they I mean,
1: from?
3: Chicago. Okay. Oh, they're from yes.
0: Chicago. Okay, yeah, I, I saw them at the after party. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
3: as is normal in improv, not a ton of diversity. There was like Stir Friday night. Well, then. fun fact. Stir Friday Nights is a 21-year-old Asian American comedy troupe that has They're all 21? No, oh, they're twi- The oh. troupe's 21 years old. Wow. And it's rotating yeah. members coming in and out of this group. People just Asian people in uh Chicago <laughs> joining this group. Interesting. Why are you laughing, Jessica?
1: <laughs> just you know asian people
3: oh i see them. oh I'm, some I'm, of their alumni include danny putty from community oh, and steven oh. yen from mm-hmm. the walking dead
0: my kind of asian nice
3: yeah, <laughs> i'm allowed to say that <laughs> you're kind yeah, of
0: asian yeah. well because usually when be they say asian you think of like uh southeast asia meaning like you know uh taiwan china yeah uh, right uh chinese taipei those little jokes they don't and, uh, accept Kong, Kong. india
3: as its own continent
0: yeah, well, they do. See, in England, if you say Asian, you th- they mean Indian, which is weird. Really, not weird. I don't know why I said it's weird, but it's weird. I, it's me. weird that's, to that's American how sensibilities. The man has me, guys. So, uh, so they had a good set. I wish I would have seen them.
3: It was pretty it's good. It was up group. and down a little bit. There are yeah. so
0: many of them. Yeah, because I saw a whole Asian contingent at the after party, and I didn't realize they were all the same group. Yeah, so. they are. Why are you laughing at that? It's everything? so funny. <laughs> I just because it's so funny
1: that like they're so obviously because it's well, just that's the nature. So, of, like yeah, white males. <laughs> I think
0: <laughs> the only other non-white uh, improvisers that I remember are Sam Richardson. And uh, the guy that was in the short form group at the local on Saturday. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah. that really is, Yeah, that's so. all of
4: it. And Jake.
0: And Jake. Jake Russell, yeah. Friends. Well, I, I'm, I'm not including local. Well, I guess I am including local. So anyway, shout out to Jake. Okay. so Or uh, Naima. Uh, or Naima. Oh. oh. Or
5: the other guy that was, I don't know. If yeah. Yeah. You know the
0: other guy. Mark M- like, M- is Jackson. Is
1: Naima the lady that was with 313? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's awesome.
0: Yeah, she was good. And she's usually there every year. And so now we come to the after party, which was at the Ringwald.
2: Yes. Yes.
3: Wait a minute. Before we go to the after party. All right. uh, Because did we talk about Mark's thing on microphone before? Did we get recorded? Because I think I said that to you. He does an uh, interview style. I don't think we're recording. We talked about this before. Oh, yeah. No. Okay. So no waiting with Mark Wiseca. He interviewed... Uh, First, Sean Handlin and this redhead who does Improv Yak. I'm not sure what her name is. Okay. And he asked them 10 questions. They had like 30, 30, like 90 seconds per question total asking and answering. And they went through all that. And then he got the supervisor, Madam Supervisor is what she likes to be called. Okay. From uh, what town was that? Jess, do you remember? What was that? the supervisor what town was she from Redford Redford yes, yes thank you so he interviewed the Redford the Redford supervisor you interviewed and uh, Redford? they had like I a 10 minutes to that better. and then they used all that material to do an improv set so all the interviews were while funny were like a giant get
5: oh okay so that's kind like of like the pol-
1: spontaneous, oh, spontaneous a little issues. bit yeah oh yeah I'm glad we're talking about this because that's what Karen was in good job
0: <laughs> Karen, oh, okay. The person you had with your workshop, yes, foreshadowing, love of my life. Um,
3: <laughs> so, okay. is Karen the redhead?
1: Karen was the one who played the supervisor, who was like, "Madam supervisor, oh it's yeah, been she 10 kept minutes. drinking." Oh, thank God. <laughs> yes, so
3: she was
0: funny. I will say, unfortunately, we didn't have anybody go to the 10 k block, which was what we'll shout out the groups. It was
3: Snooze Button, Licious, the Nice Guys, and Orange Tuxedo. So we'll try and resolve that next year. And before we move on, we should also mention Dad's Garage a little bit because we kind of oh yeah, went that's right. right. Past they, them.
0: they they were the openers for the second show, and they resolved the audio problems. Uh, it was two guys and a girl. Uh, they're from a theater, like we said in Atlanta, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. and uh, they did a thing—an improvised vacation—and the, the suggestion was Boblo. They had
3: no idea. Yeah, it was, it was great seeing them invent Boblo.
0: Yeah, because they were like, "Okay, we're driving to Boblo," and the whole audience laughed because if you're from around here, you know Boblo it's was an, an island. island that you needed to take a boat to. But nobody cared. They weren't like, "Oh, you're idiots," you know. But they went to Boblo when it was abandoned, so it almost turned into like a Scooby Doo episode. Like classic it was Scooby-Doo like a Scooby Doo episode, you know, where they're meeting demons and like spider people and stuff, and. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to hell briefly, and uh, they, they did a good job. Like uh, It was
5: great. It was really like fast and loose. Yeah. Uh, it was. And you
0: could tell they had a lot of experience uh, playing together. And they
3: seemed like they were just having fun.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just worried about the audio the whole time. I was like, man, <laughs> I hope the audio isn't fucked up again, but it wasn't. Yeah, so.
3: because the one guy even
5: had difficulties with his microphone yeah. coming off of his head. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So let's move on to the after party. Uh, yes. Probably the most, the most the most notable after party for... One person in particular. At the Ringwald. Yeah, at the Ringwald. Uh, I guess, like, our former teacher, Gary Lehman, spent a good deal of the party with his shirt off. And this well, cr- after
3: he tur- took his shirt off, he got other guys to take their yeah, shirt off.
0: Yeah, but... He created, it was funny what a stir it created. It created really? a stir. Like, you know what it was? It was like he has an ease with his body that I don't think I'll ever have. He was just like, because he took off a shirt and then he was standing around talking. And also, I was telling them, too. I was like, this is like a sketch. It's like a guy with a backwards hat. Like he was having a serious <laughs> conversation with Andy Reid. And it was just so, I don't know, it just made me laugh. It made me laugh and laugh.
1: I love Gary. Yeah. It was funny watching people progressively get drunker, being the provider of such beverages. Oh,
0: yeah, you were working the beer table. Gary
1: came up a few times, and then all of a sudden, Gary had no shirt on. And I was like, the night has begun. Yeah. The (laughs) night has begun.
5: Yeah. And to me, it was like, oh, yeah, that makes
0: sense. Yeah. I mean, I didn't...
1: and he was just like, hello, Jessica. And I was like, oh, Gary.
0: Jim was probably the happiest I saw him for the entirety of Dick. Just take, because he was <laughs> the unofficial photographer. So he's just taking, taking picture after photos. picture. And then showing the pictures to people and zooming in <laughs> on the pictures. And everybody was enjoying it. And I was just like, uh, he just, it, Jim just gets a special smile. Like, he's like, he's his true happiness. You know, yeah. it's like, like he smiles in his eyes. It's and a good smile for
1: people to like, get candid photos of like yeah. just naturally like and then Matt Noss was DJing
0: person. and they do this thing at the end where they play I think it's an LCD sound system song and uh it is. They, yeah then they have a tunnel and then uh yeah, yeah
5: it's like a it was
1: bridge fun.
0: Which I thought was a new thing, but I was talking to somebody. No, last they year. did it
1: at impromptu.
0: No, but uh, I was talking to someone. Uh, it's like tradition, yeah, like an older person, and they said that goes way back. He's like, I did yeah, that probably. when I was a teenager, but I was like, I'd never seen it before last year at Diff, which indicates my level of dance club experience. But <laughs> I was really, was really surprised fun. when
3: they were doing that at 2 a.m. Because last year it seems like it was at least three before they started shutting it down. Yeah, it did, they did mm-hmm. seem to really stress ending things on time this year.
0: And we still almost. had beer
1: left, so it wasn't even that.
0: Yeah, yeah. We so. didn't run out. Did you know? Do you know how much you raised in tips, donations?
1: No. Cause I,
0: did you raise zero, Jessica? No, no, no. Mm.
1: People are putting a decent amount of money in there, especially because mm. we remembered to provide water, so everyone was about it. Yes. Oh, okay. Thank very you. helpful. It was Thank very you. helpful.
0: Where was the after after party? After at? after Chris party was at
1: Chris Fortin's Fortin.
0: house. Now how was that?
4: He has a lovely home.
0: Okay. A lot of cat toys. A okay. ton of cats. <laughs> like no cats though. That's the weird part. Two cats. Oh, Two does. cats. Okay. They I were saw them. Okay. You
4: saw them?
3: Yeah, in the morning when I woke up. Oh, did oh, you, you fall asleep there? there? Yeah, I had I had an don't early workshop. Like, don't you like live like right down the street from Chris? Like a mile away. I had oh, an early workshop and I just wanted to sleep.
4: Um. It was a fun party. It he was pretty snacks. chill. Oh, we had snacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Jake do the Macarena to um, I don't know what the song is called, but like Rough Riders.
0: Oh, the Rough Rider song. I guess. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. the Rough Riders. What? The Rough Riders. No. What?
4: shot. Huh. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. That one.
0: I think that is the Rough Riders anthem, actually.
4: Who's doing the Macarena to it. And it was oh, my okay. favorite thing.
0: Uh, that is a good round. Now that I mention it, that is a good Macarena song. It so, was. Okay. So, I yeah, it? I was there until like, I don't know, 4 30 or something. Okay. Yeah. Me and I just stayed
4: for a long time. Yeah. It was fun. Um, yeah. I so, fun.
0: Saturday, we. I Saturday. Should, yeah. Saturday, Saturday. The wrapping Saturday. it all up, everybody. Saturday. Saturday. harmony guys so, yeah. mm. we're close yeah so anyway i will say apologies to go comedy well not to go comedy but none of us made it to go comedy for any of the blocks so it was like 6 p.m matt and variety show we missed that which oh. was the earliest show of the whole thing
1: admittedly it was sold out so I, a lot of people were there yeah true as. that is just, true we're poor
0: planners guys that's what it comes down to well, i, I was,
4: stayed up very late and then i had to sleep so i could stay up late again yeah well
5: but i went for the lunch which I showed up late for. All the barbecue? Saw, How place? was the
0: barbecue? RJ Cash, right? Was, uh, uh, I well, we don't up, know. I showed up late. Oh, it was over by the time we oh, got Oh, you out. did? They yeah.
1: it up again at night, though.
3: Oh, that's right. They did. Oh, yeah. No, you no, mean no, when yeah. they didn't have any buns?
0: I got the, uh, I got the last bun, and I don't even need... But I just used it as a rest for my... If I had known that they were short on buns, I wouldn't have taken it. <laughs> and then I gave half my bun to Nate Hudson, if you know what I'm saying. Um, i gave give him my whole bun. Oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> uh, 6 p.m. Cut that on, Leave it in.
4: I
3: volunteered the whole day, so I didn't see anything until I got to go to the volunteer at the Ringwald.
0: Okay, so 6 p.m. Matt Noss Variety Show, 8 p.m. Weisenheimer, Flagstaff, Bearded Men, 10 p.m. Brothers J. Coke, Summer Romance, Dang, Judy Dench, and Diff All Stars 2. We missed
3: all of that. (laughs) I will say I did see a lot of the acts from the Matt Noss Variety Show running through the rain with umbrellas, trying to get into the back of the theater as quickly as possible. So, how entertaining was that? It was pretty entertaining. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that's good. That's I cool. saw the Fajord twins. I saw t- fjord. Tucson. Fjord. I love that saying sounds, Fjord. No, you don't. Sounds okay.
1: sexual. But <laughs> fjord in a gross twins. way. Very, very sexual. Yeah. Like But in a nasty way. Like, yeah. Uh You choice. mean the
0: best way?
3: No. I don't mean the
0: best way. So, let's talk about the ring wall, John. Uh, so, you were there all night, right?
3: I got there for the 10 o'clock show. Oh,
0: you did? Okay. So, was anybody at the 8 p.m.? Uh, Show at the ringwald? No. No. Okay. So that was Eurotrash. Uh Oh I was. Oh, okay. Very good, Jessica. Sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Once you said the first one, I was like, I think yeah, maybe yeah, it
0: was. Yeah, okay. So uh talk a little bit about Eurotrash.
1: EuroTrash was interesting there. Um
0: They're, They had an interesting form. Probably yes. maybe the most interesting form. Yes.
1: They spoke one lady the lady's Turkish and the guy's Italian. Yeah. And they speak to each other. They neither one speaks the other one's language but they start off the scenes speaking to each other in their native languages. Mm -mm -mm. And then they kind of just transition like really abruptly out of speaking in the foreign languages.
0: Now, did that... bother you or did you did you think it worked because I talked to somebody else who said they felt that they were speaking in foreign language for too long
1: they were a little bit and they came they came up really startlingly from like the back of the auditorium like yeah. meandering through the crowd speaking foreign languages to yeah. people oh okay so you were automatically like why is this woman speaking Turkish at me yeah what is happening but
0: but it didn't make you laugh like Asian people do no it didn't okay
1: but I don't think anything can Tony. okay yeah
0: well, case in point, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, keep going. So,
1: um, I I I don't know. It was a little weird, but you kind of got used to it as it went on. Because yeah. they they even said at the beginning, they're like, "We don't understand each other," so it's not like you're alone and not understanding. Yeah, because they had no idea what the other. Yeah. We're all yeah.
3: alone. Yeah, and I think they're the only troop from San Francisco.
1: That's probably true.
0: Technically, I consider them from the world, guys. They're, yeah. So Cosmopolitan. It Europe, mm-hmm. It's also my favorite drink. No, it's not. I've never had one. Those are uh, delicious. Though. Up, up is, next was Gale, G-A-Y-L-E. What's it up was up all in,
1: duos, and Gale was great. Oh, is he doing the thing? Yeah.
0: John, are you doing the thing?
1: I didn't mean to interrupt the thing.
3: You mean talking about how Gale's from New York, trained and founded through the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater oh, in New UCB York City. Gale is an indie improv team. Who loves you? What does Each that mean? show explores completely different themes through different forms to create a fun, exciting show. The members of Gale have been featured on Comedy Central, Funny or Die, College Humor, Fuse TV, and interviewed by the New York Motherfucking Times.
0: That's an alternate to the New York that Times. It's like a weekly all
3: paper. So. A satire
0: paper. What is like an indie like improv team?
1: I. Don't, as an not, editor, I feel that's not a...
0: corporate. Yeah, as an editor, I feel they're not affiliated like, with the theater. But they were just trained by UCB. I mean, uh, so they
3: are affiliated with the theater, but they're not super affiliated.
0: Cornfield and Andrews. Okay, well, last year they were
3: notable for being you can't even hear them at the local <laughs> oh, because really? the, the, there was no uh, there's no miking. You know, it was crazy. it was funny. I was like, I saw them last year. I don't know if they were funny. Yeah, so, same are. here.
1: They're supernatural. Team, like they're obviously really.
3: Oh, they're
0: supernatural, like they're demons. Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, I see. They, they fight demons. Had wings. Mm-hmm. One they of
1: them had small horns and a vestigial tail. Uh, they,
0: they hang out with oh, an angel. Oh, great, cast. great use of vestigial. Isn't it weird that where yeah. that
5: supernatural means not natural?
1: It means more than natural. Jim,
4: that's what we just spent. The whole, that was natural. the whole
0: bit we just did.
1: <laughs> Jim's like
4: God, damn but it. wait,
1: the joke was what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, they were just super, super, super comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Is that better? than super Does that casualty? mean
5: more than comfortable? <laughs> wow. Yeah.
2: No, Jim. Extra. It actually means less than.
5: They were
0: para-comfortable.
3: They did. Uh, those two guys got in the previous night at, I think, 105 a.m. is when they're playing Finally Land. That's How do you crazy. know that? Because I had a workshop with one of them in the morning. All right, so, so we, we talked, talked about, about it. a little bit. All right, that's cool. But I mean, they just—they almost did not make the festival. Wow, intense. But then they did. Yeah. Okay, uh, and they're from New York. That's the only thing I. can Now, John, you, you were there for the ten
0: o'clock block. Was anybody else at the there at the ten o'clock block at the Ringwald?
1: No, no, we were all
3: at. Wait,
5: local. I was. Oh, you were on Saturday.
0: I was there for the ten o'clock. It, it was so uh, soda. Listen, stupid. Droe day shrimp for, forks and messing in Moyer parentheses Moyer. That was at 12. Oh, that was the Midnight Show. So
5: the first troupe was a three-person troupe with... uh, I talked to the the guy we met uh, at Barbecue, the Oliver guy. And then I also talked to Isaac afterwards. He was one of the Def All-Stars.
3: They're from Toronto.
5: And then... And then this other guy that I think I've seen him. He's from here, I think. I, I oh, the guy I on the know. left? That's uh,
3: Chris
0: Moody, I believe?
4: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris Moody.
0: He's um, a guy that I think has been doing it a long time. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it was... And I, I only see him sporadically.
4: He's on the go um, home team. He's, I've seen him at Pointless. Yeah.
5: yeah. So this set was okay. It seemed like they were just kind of like um, a last-minute put-together kind of troop. I see, yeah. Um, yeah, and then the second troop. what was their name?
0: Uh, listen, stupid. Nubert and uh, Lauren, no, or no, Tom, Tom Novak. Novak. Sorry.
5: Um, yeah, they were really good. Mm-hmm. They were really good, actually. And then after that was oh, and then after that was this troupe. from. Jordan. I think they were from Chicago, and they did kind of you know you can see they had uh, some like outfits. I'm holding up my phone, some yeah. pictures. Uh huh. Um, Thank you for they saying had that. like a cult kind of concept going on. Okay. Where, One of them
3: would, was from uh, a cult jet ski wedding. Oh really a local group? Well a local person no, that one of joined. The, yeah. Oh I see.
5: I guess one of the local performers who
3: moved out I just got these. Oh I see I see I see. Tony I got these they handed these out when they got their get.
0: Okay there are pieces of papers that say Dro, the
3: Drow, Uh cult and they have questions oh. written on the back. Tell someone how you feel about avatar. Oh, I see. And they handed these out to random people in the audience and then never talked to those people. Ice Cube Madness is on the back of this one. This right. one
4: said, trees love bees.
5: And then, um, and then they asked a question for the audience, like, who had a great day today? And I think uh, Janelle actually they yeah. said she did. And then they, everyone, everyone in the troupe went out to the crowd and interviewed her oh, okay. about her day. And um, I'm still not sure how that related to their set.
3: Oh really? <laughs> That's kind of funny, actually. They just used it as inspiration.
0: Mm, yeah, maybe like a mood get. It was yeah. It was, it was an interesting get, but um, I thought DRO was like uh like a reference to uh, marijuana. Oh, hydro. Yeah. <laughs> you look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I'm. Like not, I don't. Am I even allowed to mention your job? What? Am I even allowed to mention that job you have?
1: Uh, the dog walking job.
0: No, the trimming job.
1: Oh. Yeah, because that's legitimate. That's, oh okay. Well that's just like a medical.
0: Jessica has a job trimming harvesting marijuana for a dispensary type organization. That's why I looked at you. That I do. And it's, your favorite, it's your favorite job, right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Fries and wireless.
5: Trim the draws. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway. It pays they, well, they, uh that. they were okay. Um, and then after that was this two man I don't know if you want to read the descriptions to any of these or I don't, we're uh, kind of running We're kind short. of yeah, past that. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, anyway, there was this two-man, and I'm not sure where they were from. where well, they seemed really experienced. Oh, that's scary. But it was very... This is one of
0: Jessica's workshop teachers, they, Karen Grace. Pittsburgh? They had a Pittsburgh.
5: good set, but it just lasted forever. It was like a 45-minute set. Yeah. And I don't know who this well lights guy was, but he was, like, missing cues where he could have pulled it. Oh, because really? Because I think he was looking at the time rather than, like, feeling I when see, the set yeah. was over. Um.
0: Yeah. And then I missed this, and I'm really... I'm, I was bummed. This is a show I wanted to see, but I didn't have a chance, a chance because I was volunteering at the local... Uh, Messing and Moyer was the midnight show. It was great. I think That it,
3: got pushed uh, back. It didn't start till about 12.40. Okay, yeah. I still And I it. think
5: they probably only did like 20 minutes that. Oh, that's it? Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: And it was sold out. Best part of that, that was my favorite. It was... Usually those two are really physical, and they were physical for most of it. But there was a point in which they were being an art installation on a wall. Yes. And... <laughs> They were just super funny, and both were stuck on a wall the whole time. And it's
3: they didn't say anything?
0: No, no they, they
1: did. they did talk,
3: oh. but they didn't look at each other or move. Oh, okay.
1: Yes. But
3: it yeah, was, it was
5: great, because the second line was like, what are you doing after the installation?
3: <laughs> that
2: was Jamie.
3: Yeah. yeah. And then you? Susan's like, oh, I'm getting a hard on. And Jamie goes, don't let it bend. It was so
5: funny. Every scene it was like they were, they were like in love with each other, and they were just revealing how much they loved each other. One like, of my
3: favorite <laughs> favorite. Uh, Jamie goes,
4: "She's a pretty lucky bitch to get this dick." Mm.
3: <laughs> yeah. I love
0: how Jamie Moore plays guys. Yeah, it's it is. So it is really one of my favorite things uh, in all of improv. So speaking of which, we'll go over to the local, which was like the headlining venue for Saturday. Then at 8 p.m., there was uh, Fake Cops, Presto Changeo, Mama's Boy. Fake Cops was a group from L.A. It was one of the big... They're from Toronto. Oh, okay. They're from Toronto. They said... I could have sworn they said L.A. when they were introducing them. You're
4: thinking of someone else. Fake Cops is from Toronto. There were four people in it.
0: Oh, okay. What am I thinking of then?
4: You're thinking of Zaw West.
0: Oh, Zaw West. You're right. Fake Cops, four people from Toronto. Um, Notes on that. Heather, you were there. I was there. Jim, you were there. Yes. And nobody else was there. Except for me,
3: yeah. nobody. Um, I was
0: volunteering, running sound. Shout out to Brad Car- Carter, Ellen. I'm going to butcher that name. Stachowitz, Stachowitz. She's going to be on soon with Tia, and um, Steve Sankowski and Alan Smock. We were the kind of the audio visual crew there. Yeah, and the um, I saw the video today.
4: The audio was better than last year.
0: It yeah. was better than well, last year. Well, last year at the local, it, it was, was so it, they were just opening up that space just as a rental venue mm-hmm. and um, there, it was super echoey and there was no miking. So Cornfield it's, it's
4: a really big Yeah, room. It's, it's by
0: far the biggest venue at all of Diff, bigger than the Magic Bag even, I think. Then there was Cornfield and Andrews, I remember they came on you couldn't hear shit. So this year they actually put like these floor mics in and Jim said that he was in the back and he actually could hear everything. Yeah. Um, so that was, well,
5: they didn't put a floor mic. They had Ellen and sitting in the front row with a shot. No, no, no. They, the,
0: but no, that was for our. That was just for the recording. That wasn't being output anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. The mics you were they hearing were actually the they were like a, these little floor mics uh, okay. on the stage itself. Yeah, it wasn't great, but it was. It was you could audible. at least hear it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. and also I noticed they put uh, sound tiles on the ceiling and uh, the back of the venue. Or yeah, on the ceiling. So, there was definitely less echoey than last year. And they were year. playing
5: the uh, vocals through like a PA system kind of? Yeah, thing. they
0: had monitors set up in the front and back. They had four speakers. So, mm-hmm. I know this is all nerdy, but it made a big difference, believe me, from yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Heather, what's your review of... Uh, and Jim, what did you think of the opening group?
4: Fake comps. So, they um, had... My favorite scene that they did was... Um, um, the girl came out and she was um, she was like the neighbor. Mm-hmm. And the guys were all, like, sitting on a porch. And they were talking. But then she wanted to borrow a stick of butter. So the one guy goes inside to get her a stick of butter. And they carried on the scene, like, without him. But he was just...
0: Great object work. And, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, he was, like, running down the stairs, zigzagging through halls, like, swinging across. He,
0: he got in a canoe at one point. Yeah. And he was crossing a lake. Yeah. And then, and then he came it all the way back.
4: so funny. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then she was like, you know, the classic, like, you know, kind of reversal. He, he brought the brother and she's like, oh, I need an unsalted brother. You Where know, were like, they from?
4: They're from Toronto. Toronto, yeah. Yes.
0: After that was uh, the offbeats. Or not the offbeats. Presto uh, chango. Presto Changers, sorry. Uh, Chris D'Angelo, James Casada, Tim Matt K, Nose. Matt Noss.
4: And Eric Heilner. And, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, Eric Heilner.
5: Yeah, this is another group I thought was one of the most physical. Yes. Very
0: physical. Very physical. And they usually are though, you know. Like
4: picking each other up. Picking
5: each other up in chairs.
4: chairs. A four
0: way
5: make out scene.
0: Oh yeah. Very
4: intense kisses. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Very intense. Audra leaned over and asked me if my if I was preheating and I was. Oh
0: really? So you get turned on by two guys kissing.
4: sometimes, yeah. Really interesting. Okay. It was a very there was a very intimate between us. I
1: mean it wasn't
0: like tongue kissing. If
1: I may ask.
4: Uh, it was between Eric and Matt.
0: Yeah, there's a picture it was, of it. Uh, Jim's holding up a picture with of With Matt? That's, Eric and Matt sense. Noss, and then uh, James and uh, Tim, right?
5: Oh, she's getting preheated.
0: Yeah.
4: No, I was just trying to make sense of that And picture. then
0: Chris Chris was the judge. And then the funny part was, he's Good like, judge. because the, the the premise was it's a kissing contest, you know, the first one, the, the, the longest kiss. And so they kept trying to break up each other's kiss. Yeah. And then after all that happened, Chris was like, okay, let's start the contest now. And then yeah. the audience lost it, so... That was a really good bit, and they had a very strong set overall. Yes. After Presto Changeo was, Mama's his, Boy. yeah, Mama's Boy, which performed last year. at Divots, um, basically, like um, the female members of the Three One Three, which are Jamie Moyer, Nancy Hayden, Naima Funk, um, Mary Beth, Mary Monroe. Beth Monroe, and I always forget the other Amy, Amy Phillips. Phillips. Amy Phillips, and they have a special guest every year, and this year it was Kevin Dorf, like legendary yes. uh, Chicago improviser. They do a lot of
5: performances out in L.A.
0: Yeah. That's one of the groups that regularly, like, I'll see on, like, Jamie's Instagram or whatever that they'll perform and stuff, and yes. they did another. I, I really like their set, you know, yes. too, and uh, you can tell that group has a lot of experience. Like, even some mm-hmm. of, like, the things, like, they're doing calls to each other that you didn't even realize. You know what I mean? They were just, like, call and response. It was very, the flow was great.
4: Yes. <laughs> and then after that
0: was, I'm going to edit up. It was, that was it for that show. Yeah, so the 10 p.m. block, who was there? I was there. Yeah.
4: I was there. Heather was there. At local? Yeah, yeah. Jessica,
0: you you showed yes. up for the 10 o'clock block. Yes, did. Uh, and then Jim, you were gone by then. Mm-hmm. So uh, Za West opened up. They were... That was another one of the like, big groups there. It mm-hmm. was like, I want to say like eight people, maybe nine.
1: Yeah.
4: Yeah, this was the only group that I actually couldn't find all their names. All the other groups that I saw, I've got all their names down here, but...
0: Um, For a big group, they did uh, a good job. I think they got, I don't know, like a little lost at times. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. I think that's just one of the functions of like working with a big group. its I think it's always tough. Unless you have a lot of experience working together.
3: I agree, Tony. Thank you, John.
4: Uh, it might be important to mention that um, Keith Fagan oh, was yeah. a member of this group. mm mm-hmm. um, and
1: Detroit Improv Institution, Keith Fagan. Yeah. <laughs> that
4: one, Jessica. Which you're one you correct.
1: Mean? Yes. Interesting.
4: Originally from Williams College in Massachusetts, um, where Keith Fagan was a previous member of this group. This group now all I- is living in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and um, so they started by interviewing Keith, and yeah. then they took um, inspiration from that for their scenes.
0: Okay. Yeah, they interviewed him and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he d- talked about his life as a nerd. Yes. Um,
5: Exclusive update. Yeah. Uh, there's just a post. Uh, Mama's Boy set was just posted on YouTube. Oh, okay.
3: Exclusive.
0: Yeah. What, whose channel? Is it Bob Wick's channel? You heard channel? it. Your first friends. Brad Carter's. So oh. I'm not sure. Yeah, you can do a search for Brad. I think, what, yeah, but. I believe so. You can do a search for Brad Carter's channel. So check those out because we put a lot of fucking work into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, evidence might be saying the F word. See, swearing is effective.
1: Fuck. It makes it more poignant.
0: So let's get back to the fucking show. Uh, Fuck dam- yeah. Damage goods was up
4: next. Yes, they were the only short form group oh, that I they, saw. Yeah, those
0: guys. Interesting. They were from <laughs> Louisville, and apparently, yes. I somebody explained to them apparently, or they were talking to somebody who this I heard this third hand, but to Kyle. what? They were talking to Kyle. Oh, that's right, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle, friend of the show. Shout well, friend of Kyle. Jessica, but I guess friend of the show. He's we're not going yeah, to. Okay. He's right. a friend of a friend a of the friend. show. He needs to start a, taking improv already. He was yeah, he was talking so knowledgeably about improv. I'm like, he <laughs> super loves it, yeah. but he's
1: just being weird. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. Working
0: on. Quit being weird, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. Kyle. he okay. will listen
1: to this because he does listen? Yeah,
0: to this now. I know. But he started yeah, at the beginning. That's so another so example. He doesn't do improv, but he listens to our show. I know. Yeah, so and he goes
1: to shows all the time. He's going to start taking special shifts off to go to the ant. I'm like, just fucker, you want to get an improv class? Yeah,
0: just sign Stop up for a fucking yourself. class, Kyle. Fuck sign you, your Kyle. fucking ass. Fuck up, you, you, Kyle. Fuck it, fuck. fuck and use a stage name. Yeah.
1: Yes. Lyle, Lyle. <laughs> Lyle, I like it. Kyle Lyle would be a great Kyle festival. Lyle. <laughs> about Stormy, Lyle. this is a Kyle Lyle tuning yeah. in from
0: the. What is he doing? A radio? Yes, gig is. Now, is, is in he's addition to his improv start a
1: rival podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to this podcast
0: during improv during anyway. his
2: class. Yeah.
0: So uh, he was saying that they told him that in Louisville, like they do short form because nobody's into long form, like they don't get it. And yeah. I'm like,
1: no. They don't have the attention span. Yeah, is what they said, which I hope that no one from Louisville listens to this and is insulted by their improv team. Yeah, but it's dangerous. They do but it sounds like there's not a big. long for me, though. Yeah,
0: that's and they actually did a workshop yeah. about this, which I didn't take. But yeah, they they do short form, but it's very long scenes, and they it's like they do an actual like long scene, and they do gets from the audience in between. You know, like fill in the blank kind of scenes. You know, like. Like, they had a scene where they were at a Walmart. What, they went into the audience, and me and Brad, like, I was running sound, and Brad Carter was doing video, and we were both like, fuck. You know? <laughs> because they're like, we're not going to get any sound, you know? And yeah. it, it was all right. But, um, you know, like, they'd say, yeah, well, I work at this Walmart, and uh, what do we carry? And, like, and then you we carry, and we go to the audience, and, you know, yeah, they would like fill in pillars. the blank. Yeah, like pillars. Yes. But it was a good scene. And then they also did... Uh, singing, actually. Uh, I would love Tony to see... Tony winning a, uh, moment? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, like, people that go wrestling. to the Ant Jam here, or if you go to uh, a Sauce at Go, I think I've, they played it there. There's, there's a game, Oscar winning moments. And they basically had Tony Award winning moments, where instead of doing like a monologue in the middle of the scene, you do a song, which I think is actually much better. I vote that we adopt that for the jams here. But then they started singing, and they also did a thing where they sang a song at the end, uh, almost like twin speak, but with a song. Yeah. So it was all three of them and they were harmonizing too which mm-hmm. once again I will say very impressed. I would like to see they a, have a theater joint s- degrees. Oh, they do? Yes. And it would And do. And yeah, and you could tell like their were their songs were very good. They do. John is not shaking his head they now. They have
1: theater degrees.
3: John, are you is that true he Are you
0: just know. are you just derailing the show? it,
1: it off like to a to pitch. Them.
3: I just shook my head at her and then she started to, like yelling at me so it turned into a bit. Okay.
0: With him. Nothing's better than the bits that you can't hear. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they were doing t-
4: I wish th- I didn't hear some of them.
0: Yeah. And
3: so they were doing... Which one?
0: Oh, gosh.
3: Specifically, Heather, which yeah. one? Specifically. All of
4: them that I've already said were stupid. Okay. Um,
0: I'll
3: never talk to you again.
0: So they were harmonizing during their, like, you know a lot of their set for games and stuff like that. And they ended doing a song. It was like the guy in the middle, I forgot his name, but the the middle guy, he, he basically led the song and the others were looking at him and like singing along with whatever he was going the with. The guy know?
1: with the sideburns?
0: It's the guy with the sideburns. I don't uh, know his name. I know the other guy. Yeah, it's fine. And uh, they, you know, I was impressed with them actually. To me, I was like, okay, this is how short form should be. Because the Detroit scene, I don't, don't want to say they look down their nose at short form, but it is not as popular... By far than in relation to long form, even like we Jim John and I are kind of we' in the short form group we haven't performed in a while, but mm-hmm. that made me see like, oh, if you do it like that, that's actually a lot more entertaining you know and, and the other thing, one of the most energetic groups, like Lots short form short form. I realized you need a lot of enthusiasm to keep that energy going. I don't know why, because like people give you less less leeway. I guess it seems like you can lose an audience like the, you can lose an audience faster doing short form. And they were very enthusiastic throughout and high energy throughout, and I re- I was very impressed by that. They yeah. also
1: said uh, Diff is their favorite festival they go to. So. Yeah, they said that they they, they, they said that they were doing Diff for highly. like the
0: yeah like for the fourth time, and yeah. I was like I'd never even heard of them before, so. And that means they, they don't exist. They love you, Tony, if you don't know. Oh, really? I love them. I feel like oh, okay.
4: I, their names sound to No, they to me, just love but.
1: Diff, oh, okay. not you
0: specifically. Uh, I thought they might listen to the that podcast. That would be ridiculous. Yeah. We are all Diff. Yeah. Then um, the Planet and Home team came on next. Did you have something to add, Heather?
4: No, I w- I'm looking at my note about Planet at Home Team.
0: Yeah, the Planet and I, I tried
4: to remember everyone that was there. I wrote them down.
0: They were missing uh, a number of people because of other shows. You know what I mean? Exclusive like update
5: they, Brad Carter missing? just posted the Planet at
0: Home Team set. Unusing. Okay. Oh, okay.
4: But who are they missing? Uh, Margaret wasn't Margaret there. Margaret
0: wasn't there. Uh, was Jamie there? No,
4: Jamie wasn't Jamie there. Jamie no, wasn't
0: there. She had been the Nancy wasn't team. there.
4: Right, but like all of, all, like pretty much. Everyone that's regularly, yeah, I guess their guest
0: stars that they had were uh, Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson.
4: They did not perform with the home team.
0: Oh, they didn't because they were. Oh, yeah, they were with the three three on three after. Okay, that's right. So anyway, it was still a large contingent of the home team. It Uh, was
4: everyone on the on like.
0: I think I saw Eshack and McGettigan, both Magedigans and uh, Eshak wasn't in that set. He wasn't. Yeah. Really? No.
4: I've got Mike McGettigan, Sean McGettigan. Eshack is not a
0: Magedigan, member of the home team. That's right.
4: Travis, Joe, Dave Davies, Diane, Sean Hanlon, Lauren, Mark, Garrett, um, Hovich, Matt Noss, and Louis. But, but the Planet Ant
0: set was strong. They had like, you know, I was talking to members of the team. I think they were talking, just when there's so many people, it's just tough. And so you didn't see a lot of some people, but they had a good set it was our explanation of the intro of the set was roughly like the set i mean it was funny but it was like there were it, it was all over the place and they had a great ending uh, a blow line by mike McGettigan, which is the funniest thing uh there was a thing about a guy was putting his balls he liked to put his balls on cold things that, that was a yeah. thing and then 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 mike McGettigan came in and he's like my ice cream shop you know and then <laughs> like and then it, it just was got, very funny. and then they pulled the lights, and it got a big laugh. But it was so funny; it was like the whole whole team, like sarcastically, crowded around him, like he had hit the, like the winning home run in the World Series. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah," and Mike's like, "All right," you know. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a they had a good set as usual. So I was happy to see that because Mike Hovich, Michael Hovich, all plugged, you know, Planet Ant. they was yes. like, "Hey, if you like this, come and see us yes. every Monday."
4: And Garrett kissed his tongue. Oh yeah, Which is so. Funny to did me. he
0: he did he actually do it though? Oh yes he did. Oh I thought they they froze it before he did the end Oh of well n-
4: then it was Hovich kissed Garrett's tongue. Oh,
0: okay. Okay. Yeah. But then they tried to get it to do it the yeah, other way. It was just so funny. To uh, to lift a gypsy curse. So finally the headliner of the night was the three one three. I don't know who all was in there, like Mark Emmond Jackson, Naima Funk, Tim Robinson, Sam Richardson. Mary I said Mary Mary Beth Monroe. Oh,
2: did you? Jamie Moyer.
0: Jamie Moyer. Again, Jamie Moyer, ah, she's just so, you know, like, just so great. And Mary Beth Monroe is just like, she has such a goofy style. It's so funny. You know what I mean? Like, she's like not afraid to get goofy at all, like no matter what it is, like the physicality and stuff like that. Yeah, I
5: wasn't there at the show, but I did watch the set on YouTube today. Yeah. And it's worth watching. Yeah, I mean, I was laughing at it, so they filmed it well
0: yeah thank you mm-hmm. i appreciate that i mean i had nothing to do with the filming that was a great set
5: um also at 10 o'clock there was a diff all-stars 2 with uh paul f Tompkins. yeah and i think amy phillips was also there jacqueline yes. cherry i saw was in there and on jacqueline the video cherry got
0: pulled up on stage. oh okay i was wondering why she yeah i just saw like a and i heard, of heard it. she crushed it I yeah she yeah great
3: everyone was so, talking about what a great job she yeah. did. okay
0: but anyway we'll go to the after party. Which Ooh. the maybe the most momentous occasion of the entire. Oh, uh, oh yeah, that party okay. to go. Yeah, so Heather has a segment called Heather Drunk Anonymous, and um, more thoughts
4: on that later. But yeah,
0: but basically she goes up and you know interviews people while in a drunken state, and so she got the liquid courage to approach Mark Evan Jackson. Well, it
4: wasn't really what how it happened. Okay, well
0: tell us what happened.
4: I was talking to Andre and Jenny. And um Jenny Haddo? Yes. And Shut up. And I don't we were saying like whatever, I was interviewing her about diff and then I don't know, she was like, Oh um, Mark and Jackson's right there and someone said I should ask him something and then I was like, Oh I don't know him and then she's like, Here I'm gonna go ask him. I'm gonna go and she was like, Hey, she wants to ask you something and I was just like, "Look," because he was talking to people and I was not trying to interrupt him or really talk yeah. to him at all i don't i don't know him
0: so let's hear the clip this of what happened next.
4: hi it's so nice to meet you we do a podcast about improv in detroit so are, you probably have not heard it i'm sure
3: are you Mimo? <gasps>
2: oh <laughs> it just blew my fucking mind it just blew my fucking Wait. mind <laughs>
4: what Oh <laughs> um, well, no. well. Please. Now we know. Oh my God! I'm not Tony. Exclusive I hope you got that update. exclusive update. Exclusive <laughs> update. Mind blown. Mind fucking blown. No words. Blown. Mind blown.
0: So that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. It.
4: Blew my mind it blew, a little bit. See, I, it was not what what I was expecting at all.
0: I was standing and watching from a diff a distance, and I thought that he just completely reject because I what I saw was him turn to you, uh-huh. say something, and then turn back around, and then you and Audra were like, "What?" and Jenny <laughs> yeah. were like, "Oh my!" And I thought, "Oh, he just dissed you really hardcore," you know. <laughs> yeah. And I was then I felt smiling. Yeah, but then I felt bad. For you. I was like well, maybe because they're drunk. But then. <laughs> So, for people that don't know, Mima is a reference to the Heather Sanowski episode where heather mm-hmm. Sonowski since we had two heathers, I said, "Let me call you Mima, so yeah. it turns out he had listened at least
3: to that episode, yeah, you know which was crazy it 's because yeah. he knows heather yeah they, uh, John talked to him later in the I what talked he, to him later yeah. and uh, I guess they met in Chicago and they know each other a little bit, so because they 're linked on social networks, the episode popped up in his feed, and he listened to it
0: I mean it was just so weird because not only did he acknowledge it, like he that was such an inside thing to say the yes. way he did I was like that 's why he 's a pro you know like, it was it, a great yeah. callback yeah, amazing callback, so but then uh,
4: I was very I was just very like self conscious after that yeah well it's because, i didn 't want to talk yeah. to anyone else
0: well, really, who could you talk to that would top that I mean. That might be the high point of the show. I mean, I did know? talk to other people. Yeah, you but. did. We'll get into that. But, okay. So, I think that pretty much brings us to the end of Diff. We've mm-hmm. we made it. I, I feel like oh, our and show. Then, yeah?
5: and then some of us went and got pancakes, and the one liked it. Oh, McGedigan's house. house until 7, what did you play at more. Mike's
0: house? Savage. Okay, Fibbage. Well, I hear that's Shout out to uh, McGettigan's house and the after after party. The work. We're not going to do the workshops. John, yeah, you did a workshop. What was the workshop you did?
3: I did. It's nice to be nice with Lewis Cornfield, mm-hmm. which nice. was not really about being nice. Oh. Uh, although he started it out with zip, zap, zap, where you just say hello. Yeah. Which I appreciate the positivity of that, but it was a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it got into a lot of stuff, natural conversations, natural pauses, how you can get laughs from your character thinking up a response or not being able to think of a response. And uh, there were a lot of laughs to be had in that class. It was a really good workshop. I would recommend it. Okay. And then, Jessica, you went. You took two workshops.
1: I did. I took one on Friday, mm-hmm. that was uh, Trust Your Instincts with Karen Gracie. And then I took one on Sunday. What
0: made you sign up for that workshop?
1: That one, okay, so uh, that was a last-minute decision.
0: So you just had a feeling you should take it?
1: I Yeah, and I was off work on Friday. And okay. I was like, that would be a fun thing to do since yeah. I'm going to be in the area anyway. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being my favorite workshop that I did.
0: Was it life-changing or career-changing? Not
1: career-changing, but okay. it was definitely something that needed... I needed to hear because
0: you've talked because you, just, talk, you talk, say this to us about a lot like you feel like you're not good at improv and, yes and we're true. like trust your instincts yeah I mean, no but no we say you are good so you know quit you know yeah quit being annoying
1: she was just all about like picking like one emotion or even just a word and going with that and yeah. making that your whole thing mm-hmm. which I know people say all the time but like she was just really nice yeah I, was I like, mean I, I listen to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's but it's a good point. I mean, you'll hear a lot of like different versions of the same thing. It's all about how it resonates with you, or maybe yeah, you know. So and it did. So that makes sense. And
1: then the one on Sunday was another really good one. Way different, like mentality, and it was strong initiations with Steve again. That name, Kleenadil. Oh, Kleenadil.
0: I don't know. I wanted to take this workshop, and it, it sold out.
1: It it was a small one. It was like oh, it was. ten people. Oh, need. okay. It was in the headquarters. Go oh, okay. Headquarters. Like in the back room. Yeah, that back yeah, room. Yeah. And. His was really, like, discovery over invention, and he, like, made people feel feelings. Like, Ryan, like, was doing a really dramatic scene with, I think his name's Chris Fortin with the curly hair. Yeah, Chris Fortin, hosted one of the after-after parties. And they were doing a scene that, like, they started it really, like, playful, flirty, whatever, and then um, he, like, stopped them and had them go back and redo it. And, like, when they redid it, it became a scene about, like, a funeral, and Ryan was, like, crying. He cried? Yeah. Wow. Like, he summoned, like, legitimate emotions of tears, and I was just like what sort of witchcraft is this man yeah. doing to us? Mm. And he made us just like, actually like he was all about like, he would give you side coaching, but you'd be staring at the person's face and you'd go to look at him. Like it's your natural inclination. Yeah. And he'd be like, don't look at me, look at them. And so you're like listening to him from the side, but like staring down this person you just met. Yeah. It was weird, mm. but it was good. Hopefully oh, you'll sounds, be able yeah. to see the difference on Thursday. Yeah. I wish I had taken the, that difference. It was sold out. the next, difference.
0: Next year I'll sign up early for, it sold out fast. Yeah.
1: Hell yeah. It was good. Okay. And Ashley went with me to that and she hasn't done improv in a while. And he like was like, I'm not going to be go easy on you just because you haven't done improv in a while. Oh,
0: he told, she told him that?
1: Well, no, but it was what it was. It was like very obvious. Oh, okay. Cause he, he She's was like,
0: I'm going to deny that one, you know?
1: And he's like, no emotions. Look at him. Mm. Don't look at me. Look at him. And he's like, Jesus,
0: <laughs> I wow. like your impression of him.
1: <laughs> it was <laughs> very nice actually. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Well, those were the workshops. I recommend taking workshops, even though I'm not following my own advice. You should take work. Now, well, <laughs> now we usually have a guest, but, well, Jessica, you're sitting in with the band. You're not a guest guest, but yes. you're always welcome. You're, What's you're, that? you're one of us. Uh, diff can go on to the back line. Yeah, Diff is, it fades to the back line. And now we move on to a segment <laughs> that where, you know, feelings are running high. So yeah. let's move on to a segment so we, awesome. we call. Hi, hey, Heather.
4: All right, guys. So, uh, I made some notes about my feelings. Okay. Um, the first note that I made to mm. talk about tonight was, do people like Heather Drunk Anonymous?
0: This is a good question. Uh, a number of people have reached out to either you or myself. Yeah. Uh, either asking to not be included in Heather Drunk Anonymous mm-hmm. uh, or not to be, like, tagged in the post. Which I yes. understand. You know, that's yeah. fine. Like I said, this is, Heather Drunk Anonymous is entirely your creation. Like, she you is. Know, it's, it's I, I right. added it, but I don't.
4: She was born at last year's diff at diff yeah. five, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I feel like most people like Heather Drunk Anonymous. Okay, but not everyone wants to be on. I think they the have show. more. I
0: think they have more concern of being drunk themselves and talking. Yeah, and, which I
4: totally understand because yeah. Heather Drunk Anonymous is anonymous. So yeah, uh, I am in no way. ...linked to it on the internet. Yeah. Um, and that's on purpose. So I can understand why people don't want <laughs> to so, be linked to yeah, it. Yeah,
0: so I think maybe we'll stop tagging people. Because I was doing that in the post, you know, just so they would yeah. know they were in it.
5: And maybe edit out, I'm um, saying their names. Yeah, we can
4: yeah. edit out people's last names, too. Just yeah. for say. I mean... Yeah, sure we, we can, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know how much fucking work that is? No, I'm just saying <laughs> <it's> Honestly, <laughs> it's like, fine, most it's people,
4: fine. I didn't even say their last yeah. names. But...
0: Well, I mean the question is should we continue doing it at all or should you continue doing it yeah.
4: at all? Yeah. You know, I feel like uh, there was a there was just there's been a lot of Heather Drunk Anonymous lately.
0: Yeah, there's a lot in the can that I haven't um, I, I haven't listened to any of it by the way. Well, I'll Tony, listen to it this week. Tony if we Yeah.
4: Um, yeah, sh- Heather Drunk Anonymous is definitely taking a break. Okay. Um Honestly, I have fun doing it. But I don't want it to... Like, if it's not something other people like, I'm not going to do it. Like, okay. Um, or only do it with people I know um, like it. Because some people have said that they really like those episodes and that it's some of their favorite episodes. Yeah. So.
0: Well, I mean, that's one thing as a performer even... I mean, like I said, I have a lot of experience with people telling me they don't like my work. <laughs> you know? like yeah. oh. uh From working at newspapers. But that's... I know... That's not a comfortable feeling the first time it happens, and it can be... When you're reporting on something or covering something, it creates a kind of distance, whether you want it to or not. You just can't help that, because if you're... Because you're... It's almost like you're taking status. You know what I mean? Like, you're holding the mic, whether you like it or not. You kind of have, like, status over somebody by asking them stuff. So, sometimes that's not a comfortable feeling. Right. So...
4: And, um, yeah. Okay. I feel like it's the recorded part of it to where it, but yeah. and especially when people don't like, if they don't remember what they said, cause I don't really remember everything I said. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I will say it. I always I listen it.
0: to it very carefully and I've definitely cut, you know, the majority of it gets cut, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, either because it's like rambling or people are, you <laughs> know, you or somebody else are saying things that, you know, um, Yeah. you know, like, yeah, Yes. Uh, you know, going back to slander, <laughs> just like, <laughs> I, I keep that in mind very well, carefully. I'm, not when shit, I I'm usually
4: not shit talking people. No, you, that no, made it sound like I was shit talking. No, people but no, not. you're
0: not. But there have been definitely people, oh,
4: other people, yeah, other people shit
0: talking on those that I would not. Yeah, that I've cut out. So uh, okay, so we'll be we'll keep that in mind. So yeah. Heather Drunk Anonymous, though, there'll be probably like you know at least two episodes coming out based on Colony Fest yeah, and Dips. Um,
4: diff, so. you, and you guys, if anyone has been recorded. On Heather Drunk Anonymous. Because when we have guests on our show, you know, we give them the option of, um, like, if there's something they don't want to talk about, yeah. we won't ask them about it. Yeah. Or if they say something that they don't like, we can cut, We tell them that we can cut it out. Yeah. But um, Heather Drunk Anonymous doesn't tell people anything like that, and um, I don't want... Um, I don't want to put something out that makes people upset later so if you think there might be something just let me know
0: okay or me or tony i will just say that i approach that much more rigorously than i even and i do it pretty rigorously for the podcast too like i said the purpose of it is just to have fun and you know yeah entertain and inform, but it's like... Yes. It, it's not journalism. I don't treat it like journalism. No. You know, like, if somebody says something they regret and I'm interviewing them, usually I'm like, hey, fuck you. You know what I mean? Because right. you said it and you knew you were saying it. Because, I mean, it.
4: these are our friends and these yeah. are people, a part of our community that we, you know... Exactly. That's respect a, people.
0: Exactly. So, anyway, guys.
4: Um, that,
0: is that uh, good, Heather?
4: Yeah. I only had a couple other feelings Um, that... Uh, <laughs> okay. This is just just I'm just going right. to list them off. All right. My feelings were... Every day, I love Jamie Moyer. I love her more every time I see her. She's amazing. Um, She's one person
0: I really, I don't know, like I see people and I'm like, they're going to make it, you know? And I see her and I'm like, I want her to make it. Well, I remember
5: talking to one of the diff all stars and we were talking about Jamie Moyer and he's like, Jamie Moyer is Detroit improv.
0: Yeah. Like, like just, she just uh, She's
5: just so friendly to everyone. She's yeah, talented, yeah. and she remembers really everyone's talented. names. Yeah, and yeah. she's
2: just...
0: Yeah. Yes. 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 She's the mayor of uh, Dip Town. Yes.
5: I mean, she's amazing. She'll bartend at Seven Brothers, and she'll just like pick up glasses and stuff afterwards. Like yeah. Even at Go, when we interviewed her last year, she was helping clean up the place yeah, after yeah. our interview. Yeah.
1: I was nervous about meeting her, and then she hugged me. And mm-hmm. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. No. Yeah. Thanks, she
4: John. is amazing. And that also like, kind of leads into my next um, my next feeling, which were that Canadians are really nice. Yes. And I just really loved every Canadian I met. And um, I did talk to a few people from out of town, mostly Canadians. But yeah. um, they all had really nice things to say about Detroit and about mm-hmm. Detroit Improv and yeah. about DIFF and how fun it was to play here. Um, and, and they were,
0: like I said, I didn't see a bad Canadian set.
4: No, and that... But it's always nice to hear like people from out of town that have never been to Detroit before that had like such a good time here, yeah, yeah, and in like this community that we're a part of that we enjoy so much that they felt very welcomed and
0: that has been Heather's feelings. (laughs) You have what? a job update?
4: Uh well, my my small job update was that I got fingerprinted.
0: Okay. Um. So now I kind of sworn you told that already. That
4: I got my letter to set up my fingerprint. Okay. Um. Thing, but now I got fingerprinted, so I'm really just it's waiting now. Okay. Um, Do you have to
0: take a drug test?
4: Not to get my license. Okay. I for a job, I'm probably gonna have to. All
0: right.
4: Um. So in about a month, I'm gonna start applying for jobs. Okay. So it'll be. Job updates then. Okay. Um, An update about my current job. You guys, I thought, would like this. um, That today, my boss told me that I argue too much. (laughs) 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 And I I was offended. (laughs) I don't
0: think you argue too much. Um. I think you... I don't, I'm don't. i not even going to get into it because I'm tired. So, <laughs>
4: <laughs> But you know when someone tells you to do something and then they don't understand how anything works and then yeah. you just try to tell them that's uh, not yeah. how it works. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you argue too much? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I'm agreeing to everything on this one.
4: Thank you, Tony. You don't argue too much at all.
0: Not at all. I win. Anyway, Jessica, do you have any job updates?
1: Oh, I hope soon, Tony. All right. I hope soon.
0: That sounded very weary. John, job update? I put in two applications yesterday.
3: What were the oh. places? I forget.
0: Oh, come really on, <laughs> Just tell really us. Died. Yeah, come Solid. on. You got to remember at least one.
3: Uh, I'm going to apply at one of the uh, breakout rooms in Royal Oak.
0: Break. Oh, like a.
4: Oh. Like mm. a escape room, yeah, yeah escape room, okay. yeah,
3: that's the word.
0: Okay, you should know that for the job interview. Unless they call it breakout room, maybe that's okay. you know what
4: I saw. I saw a job posting yeah. for a place sure. like that, and I thought of you today, Johnny. R. And I thought Yar would be good at that. Okay,
3: I well, hope I get one where I can berate people. Wow,
4: well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think it'd be. I think it'd
0: be kind of a scary berater. You yeah, don't, I would. Don't yeah. Come on. I think you, you don't should don't be more of like a friendly, a, a friendly, helpful guy, or, yeah. a, or a or a weird guy.
3: Oh yeah, if they would let me punch like a metal refrigerator and just dent it up, that would be great.
0: Or it would be funny, like the escape room, the escape is to get John to punch through
3: the wall. (laughs) Oh, just like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. John, you have a fact of the week? This fact is for the 2000 Olympics, the 2016 Olympics. Wait, is it the 2000 Olympics or the 2016 Olympics? It's 2016. I started moving ahead of myself and I had to backtrack. Uh, It's not actually about 2016 Olympics, but we're watching them. And it made me think about the 2020 Olympics, Tony. All right. Where are those at? They're in Tokyo. Okay. And you may remember a little movie that the three of us watched together called Akira. Yeah, that was good. Which was about the 2020 Olympics. It was? The stadium (laughs) that Akira was buried under that they were using as a front was the 2020 Olympics stadium that Tokyo was getting ready Okay, I didn't realize that. I, didn't, I mean, I didn't realize that was specifically the 2020 Olympics. It was, and reality is conforming to this movie, which means that there's going to be a psychic that destroys Tokyo soon. I'd love to see it. <laughs> That's not nice. All those poor <laughs> Japanese, Tony. I was just waiting
0: for Jim to process that. and It was great. It was like I punched him in the face. Um, all right, that was a good fact of the week. 'Cause I like Akira. Shout out to Akira. It was a great movie. Jim, why don't you grab that guitar? I'm getting it. Once again, thanks to Jessica Femininio for sitting in with the band.
4: Yes. Woo, Woo!
0: Uh, again shout out to all the people that took part and made it possible it's a result of a lot of volunteers including yeah. ourselves and fundraisers throughout the year yes. once again please go support Planet Ant their Indiegogo fund just go to Indiegogo or just type in like Planet Ant Indiegogo and you'll find it donate money so they can get their nice ant find Aunt it Howell. through
4: their Facebook page yeah
0: find it through their Facebook page uh, Or they to, still can't dim the lights they still can't dim the lights they started doing jams they to promote it, but it's a really good cause we all believe in it yes. uh, we're all donating money I don't know if that's true but probably mm-hmm. I, I am and um,
5: yeah I mean even uh, my troop, Jalopy, we donated $250, so we get two free coaching sessions it. Oh, okay, out of it. yeah. So yeah, that's
0: Look, guys, there's nothing wrong with that. There's stuff in it for you, you know? Yeah. Don't, don't, get some stuff. Yeah, don't, don't be a hero. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a hero. Well, do be a hero.
1: Do be a hero, but be a selfish hero. Do be. Do be do. Stop. For oh my God. the
0: wizard, the handsome Jim Harper, <laughs> the warrior John Yar, and the maiden true Heather... Uh, hungover anonymous
4: i'm not i actually did not have a hangover okay because you know what i just stayed up like all night mm-hmm. so um it just went away all right like, yeah. i'm
0: your host tony you guys he's saying Sing. play us out jim after
3: improv it's a podcast
4: yeah, exclusive update
0: what what is exclusive update all of that what
4: <laughs> Never mind. I uh,
0: think our podcast is an exclusive update. Don't try yes. and, you, you tried to horn in on John's territory, I think about
4: we all say something at the end sometimes. I don't know. Well, what I was gonna say is, it's I feel like
0: John has like he's been on a mellow vibe the past couple of weeks. A
1: mellow vibe, yeah, because he used to he'd startle me sometimes. Yeah, he used to startle me sometimes. He'd be like, "Off the road, bro!" I was like, "Fuck, I'm driving!" Like, yeah. Good <laughs> yeah God. Are you? That you sucks. haven't
3: heard, and you say the last few weeks, but what about Lawrence? Recording? <laughs> this?
1: Oh yeah, this? yeah that's it's true. Why are you recording
0: this? But that's yeah. in the future.
1: Why Are you recording? This?
0: I don't know. He not
5: tell you. He just pointed you at the mic. Yeah, I am I am recording
0: it still. I'm not. Recording. it's over. Well, now I'm keeping recording because you guys won't. It's not coming to a natural end. We're stuck now.
1: Oh no! Just play another thing. <laughs> <laughs> play it again, Jim. No,
0: do not play it again, Jim.
4: Play it backwards, Jim.
0: Don't do, do it, Jim. God, don't do it, Heather. You, I don't, I, I don't know how to get out of this. Like, uh, oh Fun. After ah. I guess that was the only solution.